He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All right, folks, welcome to the show. I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. It is Tuesday, August 8th, and it is hot as balls here in Florida. It just is. If, if you if it looks like I'm I'm red or sweating, it's because we were outside having a pre-show cigar and maybe not a wise move. I can I can feel sweat dripping down my back right now. It was worth it though. It was it was delightful. It was good. Uh, but we hope you're having a great day. Thanks so much for for tuning in. Three hours of content coming your way. Plenty still after that, even on the RVM network. So we hope you stick around long after the show. But coming up on today's episode, we've got Jack Smith. Remember that guy? Special counsel Jack Smith. He might the, issue a gag order. The demented. Look at that demented. guy. He's demented. He is. <laughs> that face. He is, well, and the weird thing is, is he does kind of look like Jesse Kelly in, in some respects, who I who I love. Jesse's a friend. He's probably like, you son of a... <laughs> doesn't look demented, but there's some similarities there, and I would never say that about Jesse, but it's the spirit that comes out of Jack Smith. Not good. Not good. We're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about this potential gag order. Mike Pence is a loser, but you guys knew that. We'll show you why. There's a there's a clip actually from, I think it might have been the same interview that we showed a part of last week, but this is a part that I didn't catch that I think a lot of people didn't catch. That should be discussed. We will. You've got Bill Gates, who's surprised by the American resistance to his COVID policies and vax and all of that kind of stuff. I love it. We're going to talk about disease X. Disease X and people making vaccines for diseases that don't exist yet. But I, we'll get into that. Victoria Newland decided it was it was time to visit Niger. So so that happened. You got that. Remember that American Airlines chick? Oh, yeah. That motherfucker's not real. <laughs> yeah. Well, she they finally identified her. We're not going to share her name on here. But we're going to talk about that story because that, that finally happened. Harry's Razor's went ahead and stepped in it and they stepped in it big time they're about to be bud lighted it's about to happen to them and then yesterday we talked about how desantis kind of stepped in it well i tell you what we're gonna let you decide because we're gonna play the full clip that the new york times wrote their article based on the conversation that it was based on i think you might have a little different take i'm not saying he didn't step in at some still but <clears throat> there, there's a little different perspective that i think you'll garner from this Again, details matter, context matters, all that does. So we'll get into that. You had Joe Rogan who weighed in on the 24 and 28 elections. We'll share that with you. Tons to get to, all that to say. Tons to get to. Before we get into all of it, though, folks, please be smart. Everything is changing. Bidenomics is not working. The digital dollars being rolled out in America and your hard-earned savings are at risk. But there is a good news. There's a good solution here. There's a legal way to opt out of the digital dollar in time. There's a legal way to protect your money from Bidenomics, all with our friends over at American Alternative Assets. You can get a free wealth protection guide and learn how to safeguard your wealth, not fall prey to what's coming. All you got to do is call 833, the number two, USA Gold. That's right. Call 833-287-2465, and they will set you straight. You can also go to protectfrombiden.com. Okay, so when you have to suppress free speech, you're on the wrong side of history. 
You always are. And that's where demented Jack Smith finds himself right now, today, in this present situation that we're in. Because as Donald Trump cranks up his attacks on a growing list of targets linked to his numerous legal battles, experts are now out there talking, and there's some buzz that predict the former president could soon be strapped with a court-ordered muzzle. But it's an open question, they say, whether a gag order could actually be enforced against Trump. But all that to say, the, the, the conversation is happening. And gag orders, just for everyone's awareness and understanding, they're usually only imposed when the fairness of a trial is seen to be at risk. So in this case, you're going to have a judge, the judge who will have to weigh First Amendment concerns against the need to prevent attempts to tamper with witnesses or taint the jury pool. A trial jury is supposed to weigh only the evidence that they've heard or seen in the courtroom. But in this particular case, the prosecutor, the judge, and the media are literally doing everything in their power to taint the jury pool. So why would they, why would, why would they want this? Why is this discussion happening? Well, the main reason for a gag order is to prevent Trump from defending himself in public and for the Marxists to control the narrative, which is, of, of course, as we all know, orange man bad, right? The, the goal is to make this whole discussion, all the news, all the hubbub surrounding these indictments and this particular January 6th case to make it supremely one-sided. That's, that's what's going on. It's the only reason you do this. There's not, in this case, an actual functional letter of the law gag order justification. It's, he's upsetting me and he's telling all of his followers stuff that is going to change the discussion surrounding this, this potential, not potential indictment, the indictments happen, but this, this, this potential effort and, and opportunity for the left, let's say, to put him behind bars. That's what's happening. Yeah, and you you know as well as I know that if there is a gag order and the judge is like, I'm gonna be fair, the prosecution, they're gonna be under a gag order too, but we're gonna get leaks and the leaks are gonna come from the prosecution to make Trump look bad. This is a totally one-sided kangaroo court that we have going on right now. Be, it, because it, <laughs> The Obama-appointed judge who's overseeing it, we talked about her yesterday, is the one who's imposing harsher sentences on January 6ers, Sixers than any other judge in the in the D.C. court system right and, now. Well, and, and stronger ones than were even suggested or requested. Right. She's yeah. going above and beyond what the uh, prosecution recommended. So you have her in there. She's a total ideologue sycophant, and she's loyal to the party. And that's something that a lot of Americans can't wrap their heads around, is the fact that we have this communist organism inside our country that puts the party ahead of everything else. Right. The party is ahead of the due process of the judicial system. In their minds, we've talked about this a lot in the past, the ends justify the means— and her ideology is, is is the means to justify what what the ends the, to meet the ends that they want, and right. that's to stifle Trump and keep him from one running for president, and two, God forbid, in their eyes, becoming the next president again. Right. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It's that that is what's happening, without a shadow of a doubt. The question the question becomes also with this though. So that's there. The, you've outlined perfectly what's going on, how this is working. What happens if this happens? If a gag order is in fact issued and, 
and Trump is silenced. He's muzzled, which, by the way, is going to be for a long time because th these 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 tr trials aren't happening anytime soon. The ones in May of next year, we don't know the date. I don't think yet of the other one. Uh, but what's the, what's the what's the consequence? What's the blowback from that? Because it's not going to be well received by by most <clears throat> level-headed Americans, for one. And it would seem to me that it just launches us. That we're already pretty much in ludicrous speed towards communism, but it launches us further. We're like in a next level hyperspeed. Yeah. Well, the next step would be if the gag order is issued, we'll see the parsing of words every time that Trump speaks or, or posts something on social media, trying to figure out if he's referring to the case that's going on in D.C. with Jack Smith and, uh, and the Judge Chutkin there. Once that happens, I will guarantee you he'll say something or he'll post something that they'll be able to take to go into court to get a, a contempt charge slapped on him. Yeah. I don't think—I I think he'll be cited for contempt. I don't think he'll go to jail for it, but I could see them putting an ankle monitor on him and pre preventing him from leaving Mar-a-Lago. Which, I mean, there's there's worse places to be trapped, in, in, in fairness. But, oh, man. But you imagine the madness that would ensue from there? Dude, it would be crazy. I mean, that's the thing. You double down. We get what you want, Jack Smith. Well, we get what you want, communist left in America. It's, it's loud and clear that you do not like the guy, and it's loud and clear that you want full and absolute control over anything, everyone, all, all of that in this country. But it would be catastrophic. Man, that would be bad. It would, and, and it really comes down to, I mean, this, this whole thing, the, the four indictments that they had as it pertains to this case, all really boil down to, he said things that we don't like. It, it, this is a First Amendment case. That's not what they're characterizing it as, but that, that's what it is. Then you, you, you take that to an extreme. We don't like what he's saying, and you know what? In fact, we don't want you talking at all up until the trial. So we're 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 making this even more of a First Amendment case on steroids. That it, it, that's what it is. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know if there's a way that any kind of you know brief can be filed to. I mean, the, there's no outcome of this case, but it just seems like with with everything that's happening. And everybody knows that there's a witch hunt happening and that they're using a weaponized judicial system to keep a rival political party member and the person who's leading in the polls as far as the, the, the person who's going to be the next, could possibly be the next candidate for the Republicans, trying to keep them, their, their speech suppressed. It almost seems like th this is something that should go directly to the Supreme Court and have them rule on it. Yeah. No, I, I mean, if... if 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 we were living in a fair and reasonable world we are not that's what would happen and that that could still happen because you could have you could have it it, it reached that level and i think it will go his favor if it does but if it doesn't it's it's a big problem because they're going to continue going hard to the hoop they're going to continue saying you can't do this you can't do that and no one else by the way we're not going to be able to talk about it. it it's it's just going to be a mess and and a lot of people will say well that's going to lead to chaos and protests and this that and the other and it is but reminder, while we don't want to seem like a third world country, we don't want to be that divided. We don't want to have all that stuff going on. They do. They absolutely do. They want you in the streets going nuts. They want to continue to paint that picture that conservatives are right wing extremists, domestic terrorists, all of those things. So 
this this doesn't make sense and it does make sense all at the same time which obviously that statement's kind of a weird thing to say but <laughs> well they control the narrative they control yeah. the levers uh, of corporate media so that narrative is already set whatever they want that narrative be the corporate media will dutifully carry that out and if it does mean that there's a lot of protest and people get arrested look what they did with january 6th calling it an insurrection right which is the most inflated term i've ever heard for what happened on the capitol that day just imagine what they're going to do if everything goes down to the streets where there is some kind of a march or a protest you know one that antifa is going to infiltrate like they did the uh, January 6th and you also know that there are going to be other provocateurs there who are going to incite things they're going to start a riot and so when the police come in and of course you know law enforcement is is going to be told hey if anything happens go in there and start whipping ass and then you're going to have Trump supporters having to fight the police right. because of the provocateurs who went in there to set this up it, it, you'll everybody will, will be just watch will, will just be walking into another trap yeah no, which, which we can't. I mean, and, and I don't know. Uh, we we could go on with this forever because it's it's one of those things where it's like you can't fall prey to that. You can't you can't be tricked into doing that stuff. But you also need to do something, and that leaves a lot of people shrugging their shoulders. Like, okay, what well, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, Andy said, "Isn't it crazy that a leftist filed charges for telling lies?" Yes, uh, it really is. Pretty rich. Pretty rich. Um, let's get to question of the day. <clears throat> let's do that. I think we've done something similar to this before, but it's this. You have to just play along with me, okay? Let's have some fun. Have some fun. None of us want this situation. And by the way, this situation is not going to happen. But Trump and DeSantis aren't in the picture in this fictitious scenario. Trump and DeSantis aren't in the picture. They're not running for office. Who do you choose as your GOP nominee out of the existing candidates? They have to be someone who has filed. I know who Tom's going to go with already. <laughs> but who do you choose as your GOP nominee out of the existing candidates if Trump and DeSantis were not in the picture? Again, that's not going to happen. It's going to be one of those two. But <clears throat> just for shits and gigs, let's play that game. Send your response in. We will tell you our answers, too. Coming up, we're going to discuss Pence again in a comment he made that kind of flew under the radar, which was a really big comment. We'll talk about it after the break. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 287-2465. X-Triple.
directly. 833-287-2465. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening. And it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't in some sense working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is the wellness company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substances combating this man-made disaster. discuss Pence again here in a second, but first let's get to that question of the day. Reminder, it was Trump and DeSantis aren't in the picture in this fictitious scenario. Who do you choose as your GOP nominee out of the existing candidates on the right side? I guess it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be a conservative candidate, but they're not running in this fictitious scenario. Who are you choosing? Let us know. Dying to see the answer. Some some coming in now. Uh, again, we've got a 90-second delay. We're 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 in the future. You <laughs> technically yes, technically just like the people overseas. You know, yeah, they they're in the future. They're in the future. Yeah. Uh, Barb says probably Vivek. Carolyn says Vivek. Jill, that's a tough one. Vivek, I guess. Red, white, and blues writing in Carrie Lake. Ice. Okay. J- James on uh, YouTube says Vivek. Elena on YouTube says Vivek as well. Vivek coming in with some yeah. uh, some love here from the crew. Okay, keep the keep them coming in. We'll 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 keep keep an eye on those as well. Uh, Tom, I think I know your answer. <laughs> hey man, I've been an OG Burger maniac since the beginning, <laughs> so I am going with Douglas James Burgum. <laughs> He's got the best eyebrows in politics. But all kidding aside. He is from North Dakota. He was a governor there. And North Dakota is always a dependable red state, even though the population isn't that big. I think that in the limited amount of media that I've seen covering him, you know, I I like the guy. He seems like a regular, regular, everyday guy who actually likes the United States. I I don't find him to be a rhino, but he could prove me wrong. And he's got the best eyebrows I've ever seen. Fantastic. <laughs> Who did we say could play him in a made-for-TV movie? Um, oh, Eugene Levy. Yeah, Eugene Levy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, there's – so there's Tom's answer. Burgermania um, continues. And, but you're right. I mean, we talked about this the other day. Like, North Dakotans are – they're good people. It, here's the thing. Beta males can't survive in North Dakota. No. Yeah, I mean, it's not possible. Maybe some of them try to go to, like – 
you know, UND or NDSU, and then, and then a couple weeks in, they're like, I can't hack it. Can't hack it here. There's no safe spaces, and it's cold as balls. Um, okay. Disco, what's your what's your answer? And it's kind of hard. I, I feel like I'm going to go for some of the outlier as well. I feel um, I had to look up his name because I couldn't remember. But Ryan Binkley is also a uh, non. He, it's insane. He's declared. So I don't know if he's still in it or do you, not. Hold on. But. Do you know who Ryan Binkley? Is? <laughs> yeah, I, I I saw I saw his name. What caught my caught my guard of, like when he first came in was that he's a non non denominational pastor okay. and he wants to God center country. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And okay. so I had to look up his name again. Because I was going through the list, and I was like, I can't remember his last name. And Fair so, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. that's, and that's a legit reason. That would be great. I'd love to have someone who loved God making better decisions for us. Uh, Ginger says, Vivek, we're officially back to the future. Dang straight, Barb. <laughs> um, oh, man. I don't know, because everyone's got t- everyone left has ties. Mm-hmm. I, I and to be clear, you guys know me. I find problems in all of them. I have I have lots of problems <laughs> with, with all of them. Um, well, you have lots of problems with human beings. In yeah. general. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes. Uh, well, it's look. It's hard walking this earth as a sociopath. You guys try being in my shoes. Um, I think Vivek's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I've see. I ask these questions. I don't even have answers to them. <laughs> I just well, throw them out to it you. It was guys. nice when Vivek came out and said, "Oh, we need to hold these. You know, with the whole Trump thing, we need to hold everyone to the same standard. So if this goes on, we need to do the same thing with the Bidens. We have to hold yeah. them accountable." That was great. But then it was like 24 hours later, he said something that just like, "Oh, never mind." Well, he here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, he he said he would pardon Trump. I like that. He's he's said some right things, but he I, I think he's in most cases saying the things that he thinks that people want to hear, which is most yeah. politicians. Yeah. So I, I think given the lack of experience there, I don't think I would go with him. I think I'd rather go with like a Scott or a Haley, even though I don't like them. I just you're, you're throwing a young kid in into a, a really tough role. None of them really have much of a say. This situation sucks in the first first place, because the only two people who have a shot in hell and should have a shot in hell are Trump and DeSantis. But I think um I am, I'm going to join Tom. I'm going to go Doug Bergen. Bergen. There we go. A lot of, a lot I of, grew up going to North Dakota every summer. <laughs> My grandparents were from there. Went to the lake. Uh, great memories in North Dakota. Wish we still had that lake house. I might take it from whoever has it now. It's <laughs> just show up. Yeah. This is mine now. <laughs> I can feel the Bergamentum growing. <laughs> it's growing. He's got his first two votes right here. Uh, everyone on, uh, not everyone, but a lot of people on Facebook are saying Tim Scott. Okay, see, I don't think that's a horrible pick. I do, because I can't imagine a world if I can imagine a world if Tim Scott is president and Lady Graham is a cabinet member. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, Yeah, well, now that you say that, here's why I say it's not a horrible pick, is because I think with identity politics and so many other things, even though there's lots of question marks about him, uh, and it would be interesting not having a first lady, uh, but he... I think he could garner votes if he ended up. He's not going to be the nominee. If he if he were though, I think that could play well because there's a lot of dumb Americans out there who would be like, "Yeah, I'll do that." Um, or, yeah. But I'm staying Bergam. Uh, I think your answers are great. I love everyone's answers. Thanks for playing along. Again, thankfully we don't have to live in that scenario. Everyone else should just drop out. They don't have a chance in hell. Uh, and I think that's even true for Vivek, who's got a little bit of momentum going. 
not the momentum that we're giving Doug here. You know, if, if you're rating momentum, we're giving Doug, you know, proportionally oh, more. We've made the Bergam wave really big. Really big. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, I mean, Doug, if you don't come on this show, there's something. Right? He would come on in a heartbeat. Yeah, we need him to oh, sit. for sure. We need him to sit on that couch right yeah, there. Right there. Yeah. Come sit. Come sit. We've, we've got all sorts of treats, bar, all sorts of stuff. Anyways, hit that like button, folks. We're glad you're here. Make sure you're subscribed. If you're on YouTube, make sure you're still subscribed. Hit that bell icon so you get notifications. Uh, Rumble, it's the plus sign. It's the boxing glove if you're on the app. And just keep engaging. Keep engaging. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. You guys can engage with us. You can engage with people in the chat and the community. We've got one of the most active communities uh, out there, um, depending on which platform you're on, that is. You have to be allowed to see the content <laughs> to be engaged in the I got community. kicked off YouTube again. Did you? Yeah, I got unsubscribed, so I had to do it again this yeah. morning. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Administrator on the channel kicked <laughs> off. Producer on, or whatever on the show. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So let's talk about the Hoosier hypocrite and chronic squeezer Mike Pence, who inadvertently said that he could have reversed the electoral vote count or at very least put a pause to the electoral certification. Here's what the Bishop Flogger said in his own words. Take a listen. It wasn't just that they asked for a pause. Uh, the president uh, specifically asked me and his gaggle of, uh, of crackpot lawyers asked me to literally reject votes, to, which would have resulted in, uh, in the issue being turned over to the House of Representatives and literally chaos would have ensued. So, oh, Martha, I just uh, people people can read the indictment. And frankly, I, I, I've said before, I, I had hoped it had not come to this point. You know, I, I don't know if the government can meet the standard, the burden of proof beyond reasonable doubt uh, for criminal charges. But the American people deserve to know uh, that President Trump uh, and his advisors uh, didn't just ask me to pause. They asked me to reject votes, return votes, essentially to overturn the election. So, first of all, notice, notice the... Um I could have done this, but it would have caused chaos. I mean, he admitted there in that statement that he could have rejected elect, you know, electoral votes. The election would have been turned over to the House. He, he admitted that he could have done it, but he said he didn't want to do it because it would have caused chaos. Huh. Mm. That's mm. interesting. That's an that's a interesting tidbit of information that we all kind of figured was the case, but you've been he's he's been repeatedly saying time and time again, look, I can't I could not have done this. The vice president can do that. His hands are tied. Right. Yeah. Your, your, your tone is right on point with him. <laughs> but, I mean, th th this guy, I mean, he is, he is so ungenuine. He, he, he has been lying through his teeth. He needs to be put out to pasture where he can graze in the uniparty meadow of Lincoln Project authoritarianism and sexual deviance. You know who those guys are. But, I mean, he, he – it, it, it would seem – and I, we've all we've all suspected this for a long time, but it would seem that Mike Pence was deeply involved in the plan to make sure that Trump wasn't reelected. And to be clear, uh, Pence disqualified himself as a potential nominee a long time ago. He's been out of the race. Uh, it, that's not my problem comes to mind. Uh, there's a lot of things he's done. But right here. He's admitting to be a liar because every other time he's been questioned about this, he gave the response that Tom did. Tom gave a, a better version of it. But if, if Pence is the standard bearer of the Republican Party, then the country is hopelessly lost. Man, 
he's the quintessential go along to get along beta rhino that's been driving the party for over 30 years this is not the kind of person that should ever be in leadership and thankfully we all know that's not going to happen he doesn't have a chance in hell he's getting his ass whooped in the primary but all this to say this was a telling thing because he has not let that slip yet that i've caught in public and he did there Oh, he sure did. Uh, to me, the most revealing is when he when he said it would have descended into chaos. Really, Mike? Yeah. So it's not the rule of law or the will of the people. It's an appearance of descending into chaos that you were worried about. You're such an ass. Yeah. You you you're such a backstabbing weasel. I can't even get over what a jerk he is to come up with something like that when he knew full well that it could have gone to the House for a vote. Yeah, God forbid that a disputed election goes to the House of Representatives <laughs> <laughs> to make a decision. Yeah, no, exactly. That's, it, it, that is not what you want to hear, it's, it's, but, it's, but it's where we are. I mean, that's, he, he's, he's a perfect example of, of what has been representing us in D.C. for a long time. That's how we got into... The big, big problems that we're in now is we've had the wrong people there. We and for a lot of us, if we're all being honest, maybe not recently, but over time, I mean, we we bought into it for a long time. Oh, a we sure long did. time. I altered my professional trajectory based on nine eleven. Yeah, and put everything that I was doing, the path that I was on, on hold for a decade thinking that I was doing the right thing for my country. Yeah. And in retrospect, I got played just like a lot of other people got played too, because now we're beginning to see more and more what their intentions were as far as what was going to happen as a result of September 11th. So just that right in there, it, it, it really irks me. And then, then you have the lead up with uh, Obama in the reelection in 2012, and you've got Ryan and, and Romney together. And then <laughs> after that, seeing what kind of pieces of shit that they are, it's like, man, it, you know, if I was, if this was, if the circumstances were any different and this was like a bar, I'd be fighting my way out of there. I'm so pissed at all these people who have lied to us. Yeah. It's it's true, and everyone. Every, by the way, everyone in the chat's pissed too. <laughs> yeah, Barb's saying, does that make him a traitor? It does in my book. Look what has happened to our country since that theft was allowed to continue. We have again. This is death by a thousand cuts. We're we're decades upon decades upon decades of this happening under our noses, and we didn't catch it. But now we're at the phase where since 2020, really since 2016, but it's felt we felt the brunt of it more since 2020. We're in the death throes of this of this fight. I mean, it is it is nasty. And these people are they are traitors. Most of the politicians up there are only loyal to themselves. They're buddies in D.C. and they're not always from the same party. I mean, they are in the sense that they're a uniparty, but not according to what's written by their name. And it's it's man, it's just. It's it's it, it is rough. I mean, we're, we are in a horrible state in this country. And that's why no one should trust a single one of these people up there. They, they, they just can't be trusted. And, and again, I know there's some good ones. We always reference Anna and Eli and some great ones, and they're great. But they, but they can't do anything. They can't do anything because of people like Mike Pence and the ones who have been controlling everything for a long time. Mitch McConnell. 
Chuck Schumer on the other side, Pelosi on the other. I mean, it's it's remarkable how we've let this thing just get so far out of control. And again, it falls on us. It falls on us. There's not a ton we can do, but we, we could have if we had stopped it early. Now we're so far into it that there's not a lot that we can do, which is which is the, the trouble. Okay, let's take a break. We're going to come back and talk more about how we're, we're being abused and lied to because Hunter Biden's partner, not, not Devin Archer, but one of his other partners, apparently visited the White House 36 times. 36 times. That's kind of a big deal, it seems like. I thought that uh, thought that I thought that Joe didn't ever talk to any. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 share the details. We'll talk about it after the break. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Thanks And that's how Mike Pence got pink-eyed. Thank you, everybody. Have a good evening. All right, thank you, my friend. Tom Cunningham, everybody. Let's give him one more round of applause. Coming up next, we've got... We've got Disco. Welcome to the stage. Good evening, everybody. Let me...
So I can see some chatting going on about Joey Biden. So let's talk about it. Because new revelations have come to light that one of Hunter's former business partners visited the White House 36 times. I'm sure just to exchange pleasantries and talk about the weather, of course. Here's what we know and what Kevin McCarthy's not prepared to do. Take a listen. He is not going to do anything on the border, but that what is overshadowing his trip are these new details on his son's overseas consultings and how it really blurred the line between politics and profit. So we are now learning one of Hunter's former business partners visited the White House at least 36 times during the Obama years, which is more than previously thought. Meanwhile, Fox has obtained this letter from then Vice President Biden to another of Hunter's colleagues that further contradicts the argument that Biden was completely removed from his son's work. All this fueling calls for an impeachment inquiry. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says the country needs answers. I think there's enough proof out there that this Biden family needs to come forward and show there wasn't a pay to play. America deserves more and Americans want to know. And the one thing I will tell you is, as this Congress, the People's Congress, we will follow the facts and provide it to the American public, just like the Constitution tells us to do. Think about this, 36 times. That's almost more times than Biden's been there during his presidency. I mean, the dude is never there. That is a significant figure. How, how much more evidence does Marjorie Taylor Greene's side piece need before he decides to issue articles of impeachment against Joe Biden? It's, I mean, it's all right there, Kev. It's all right there. Anyone who believes, any, be, forget, forget the clip we just played talking about 36 times. Forget some of the Devin Archer stuff, all super significant stuff. But anyone who believes that Joe was oblivious to what was going on with influence peddling is as dumb as Hank Johnson, who's the standard bearer of D.C. idiocy. Or by not impeaching, I mean, like, do, do they think, like, what, I mean, what's McCarthy's mindset here? And not just him. Losing let's, votes. Let's pick on all of them. Is it is it losing votes? Yep, 100%. It's losing votes in the House, well, at least for McCarthy in the House, and losing his speakership. He's afraid if they move forward with an impeachment that the opinions of the independents and the soccer moms that we always talk about are, are going to shift and shift against Republicans, and it's going to be felt at the ballot box. It's pure and simple politics. Which, in turn— gets the left reelected again uh, likely possibly because i mean you're you're not standing up for something you're you're well you are you're standing up for yourself and 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 are concerned about about votes as as you just described there tom but in the process we're letting the most corrupt political family in history and there's some doozies that they're beating out by the way walk free unscathed no issue and and to be clear the impeach okay impeaching biden wouldn't actually do anything he's not going to you know be booted out of office i get it but it shows that we have no no freaking will to fight to to push back and do the right things like i know we talk about it a lot but this is literally just a tool now it's it's an optics thing but use it do it In, impeach this guy multiple times but they won't no they won't they saw what happened during the uh, the Supreme Court uh, opinion that came down. And also, let's remember, how long has that been? A year, two years? And we still don't know who the uh, leaker was of right. the uh, opinion. Right.
<laughs> Do you think we'll ever find out? Nope. No, exactly. But at least with that, the red wave didn't happen, and a lot of people, especially like McCarthy and professional politicians, are shit scared of something like that happening again, and that's how they see this imp uh, this uh, impeachment process. Right. But the, the uh, but at the end of the day, if you have a strong moral conviction and character, picking up a not enough seats as you would have liked, so be it. When the alternatives that you were able to save lives of unborn children. Yeah. There has to be some sort of moral compass guiding you. And if, like I said, and if it means losing out on some seats, isn't that better than, than what the alternative is? And the same thing with, with Biden. Right. Isn't it better pursuing him? Then the answer is going to be no. One, we're going to lose seats. And two, everybody in D.C. does this. So if it starts with Biden... It's going to be somebody that the left is going to go after on the right, and it's going to go back and forth, back and forth. And all of them have these dirty little secrets, just like their sexual proclivities that they don't want the public to know about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Well, it, it, yeah, it's just, I mean, someone said, I'm trying to find where it was. Just keep, some, oh, there we go, text panel page said, keep some of your promises, Kevin. That's the thing. Kevin came in. Once, once, you know, he faced resistance, got in, lived up to some promises early on because he knew he had to. And then it's been all downhill since then. And it's just been like, I think we're getting close to doing something, but we're not going to actually do anything. The Rhino Republican politicians are literally, think about it, they're no better than, than D.C. or not D.C., well, D.C. too, but mayors in Democrat cities. They, they string people along. Democrats, mayors string their citizens along. Blame cops for violence. Then say, you need to reelect me because I'll clean up the police department. Take that scenario. And this, this I'm stealing Tom's thought here. This was his. But take that scenario. Replace cops with Democrats. And then you understand the strategy and the pattern and what we've been fed for all these years. Again, this isn't new. This is old. We're just we're all just paying attention to it now. That's exactly what these Republican elected officials are doing now people that are so-called representing us they're just they're just lying and, and, it, and it pisses me off because we use that example all the time we talk about how broken these democrat cities are and how you just keep putting the same people back in there what do you expect of course it's not going to change it's not going to improve uh-oh uh-oh, we're doing the same thing. <laughs> the, the identical. <laughs> we're doing the same freaking thing on a national level. <laughs> it's a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow. It is because, as, you know, conservatives or Republicans or however you, you, you know, find yourself lining up politically— Everybody laughs at these blue enclaves. Oh, they got rid of bail. Oh, they're not prosecuting. What fools? They keep you know, electing the same people. And then you take a step back and go, you know what? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh, man, it really does. I mean, it comes down to we talk about it a lot. We've talked about it already today. It comes down to the fact that our our populace is not smart the people in dc are not kind or pro-america but they are clever and have figured out what works for them and we've let this happen we've freaking let it happen 
and we get laser. The, 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 the reason is, I think, part of, one of the many reasons is we get laser focused. That's just how we're wired. That's how, that's how the world is today. today. We, we get laser focused on something. And then, and then you, you still can pay attention to some of the other stuff, but you don't pay super good attention to the rest of the stuff. And it allows for opportunities like this, things like this to slip through. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I've been getting raped this whole time. I, I, it's like, well, I'm not going to go down that analogy. I'm just going to go down somewhere <laughs> dark. I'm going to go somewhere dark. But that's what it is. And then like, it got really dark it's, really it's fast. Seriously, like, we're to blame. I mean, we're the ones who can do the most now to try and fix this, and we have to. But but we're absolutely to blame for all of this, and that pisses me off because no one likes to feel that way. No one likes to be like, ugh, I was bested on this. But collectively, we were all bested on this. We we were beat. We were beat. And, and whether it was... <sighs> Just a couple years ago, you realized it, or 10 years ago, or 20. I don't think most 20. I think most people were still totally, you know, you go back to just after 9-11. Everyone was on board with everything that we were being fed from D.C. But, <clears throat> man, rough. Hey, F News, glad, glad to see you here. C.E. Cottrell, glad to have you. We definitely need to get rid of the crooks. We just have a lot of work to do because... It's essentially all of them. It's, I mean, <laughs> it's not just the ones who are elected. It's all these bureaucrats in all these federal agencies that are coming up with all these new rules that are, are now taking the, the there are now replayer. These new rules become effective default. Uh, laws, right? Like the pistol brace is the the greatest example of it. And now that there's there's another regulation that's coming down about uh, magazines and uh, the production of magazines, and they have to fit in this certain category in the materials that are being used, or else those are going to be banned as well. So it's all it, it's everything. It's from the people who are elected to the thousands and thousands of bureaucrats who are sitting in D.C. doing the will of the legislators who don't want to pass any laws because they don't want their gig and their job upset. So they're in line with whatever the bureaucrats want to do with these laws to circumvent the, the whole, the whole legislative system. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, I just saw us. As you're finishing that, and then we got to take a break. I, I saw uh, 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 Benny posted something. Benny Johnson, if you follow him, you probably do. Uh, it said, "Never forget." And it's a dude reading the news. I'm sorry to take us off course here, but it's part of it's part of the problems we're facing. Dude reading the news. Mail-in ballots requests 108,539. Mail-in ballots returned 89,681. Mail-in ballots counted 142,584. <laughs> a much larger number. Than, than all of the previous numbers. Uh, we got a lot of work to do, folks. We have a lot of work to do. So does Chris Christie with his weight loss program. We're going to talk about him because he took a break from eating and weighed in on Ukraine. He shouldn't have, but we'll show you on the other side. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. 
but there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. So Chris Crispy was told that there were free pierogies or something in Ukraine. Something got him there. So he booked a cargo plane to check out the whole story for himself, see what was going on there on the ground. And after eating his way through Kiev, he spoke to the communist mutants at Morning Joe about his trip. I think it was something like that. That's kind of how this shook out. Here's what the sloppy body water buffalo had to say. We we heard a lot of support. Um, Two thirds of the audience that I had was very supportive of my position on Ukraine, which is that we haven't done enough. Um, and that while, I, you know, I think that President Biden has certainly done better than President Trump. We haven't done enough. Mm. Crispy represents the loser wing of the Republican Party. Any Republican who travels to Ukraine for a photo op, there's been a lot of them with Zelensky is an American-hating loser who should automatically be disqualified from holding public office. People like him, people like Chris Christie, they're trying to suck up to the media, curry favor with other weak-minded Republicans who are content with being failures. There's a lot of them. That's most of them, in fact. He's, he's, he's the worst of our party. And, and this, this mindset that he and others are taking, that we haven't done enough— I, who are your advisors? 
Who, who are your advisors telling you the American people want to spend more taxpayer dollars? Let's send trillions. Let's go forget billions. Who, who's telling them that? Because a lot of them are saying this. Tim Scott's gone down that path. Nikki Haley's gone down. Pence has gone down that path. All of them notice the trend. They're all rhino losers who hate themselves and wear lipstick at night while they do weird things to themselves. But this is this. I don't get that that thinking like. If you want to win, none of them can win. It's hilarious that they even think they have a shot. And most of them, I think, don't. They're just political assassins being used to to, to attack Trump. But what's the benefit of saying that? Like, Because you're not attacking Trump by saying that. You're just leaning into this talking point that Ukraine needs our help. Yeah, have you seen the videos and images coming out of Ukraine? Things are a lot better. I'd, you'd rather be in Kiev than Philadelphia, for sure. Are you, are you referencing the uh, pool video that's been going around on Twitter? Well, but there's multiple. There's that. <laughs> yeah. There's multiple. Like, they're, they're living it up there. <laughs> they're yep. having a you blast. know why? Because we're sending them that money. People are like, I'm going to try out this new cut, this new bikini cut. Hell, I would try it out, too. I'll go to Kiev and wear a bikini. I don't, I don't know where that just came from. <laughs> yeah, but no, we had that side-by-side video we showed a few weeks ago where it was Kiev and Philadelphia. And Kiev, the streets were clean, peaceful, and the Philadelphia was just homeless people, trash. It was just awful. And so, you know, it's just, you see the side-by-side comparison. You're like, what's really going on over there? Yeah. But you see permanent Washington in agreement with everything that's going on with uh, Ukraine and the war. And it's the fact that they all have to stand in solidarity in support of the military industrial war machine and that's all this is all this is is a photo op and a head nod head nod to uh you know to donors from raytheon and other contracting companies right. to keep some sort of perpetual war going yeah it, this this to me what christie is doing is just a virtue signal and a tip of the hat to the little club that he's in but moreover, he always refers to we haven't done enough. Well, not just him, but every politician that goes over there, we haven't done enough. But there's more than what Trump has done. Well, first of all, nothing was going on with Russia in Ukraine when Trump was in office as far as any kind of border incursion. That only happened when he was out of office and Putin realized what a weakling Joe Biden was and would be able to walk all over him. And then Joe Biden realized that he had to cover his tracks because Ukraine is just a giant Democrat money laundering laundromat. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, depending on who you talk to, it's also the site of some bioweapons labs. But we can't talk about that. Either. <laughs> yeah, not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> Don't get us kicked off YouTube, Tom. It's so close. But no, I... I, I it... <laughs> But what drives me crazy about when he says we haven't done enough, they never lay out a plan. They never say it's going to cost X amount of dollars and X amount of people to make sure this happens. It's always it's never enough. Just get more. It's just like, you know, it's Chris Christie when he's eating and can't stop himself. He's like and his wife is going, are you full? He's no, I just need more. There's there's never any ending to it. (laughs) Great example. I mean, great, great visual there. Yeah, I, um, people saying I should do the bikini shot in in Ukraine. I'm up for it. I'll do it. I've got friends over there that I can yeah, do one there. Yeah. Um, and they do. Ukraine. Look, their country is a corrupt piece of shit in terms of the people and the politics and how things are done there. But they have some attractive people there. 
Bro, I'm telling you, out of all the countries that I've been, and even before this whole war ticked off, people would ask me, what country has the hottest chicks? Ukraine, hands down. And when I was there, I was with a couple of Brazilian guys as well, and Brazil's known for having hot chicks. And I'd walk down the streets of Kiev with these dudes, and they'd be like, whoa. The Brazilian dudes were caught off guard. <laughs> so, yes, to me... Ukraine has had the hottest chicks, but in any sort of Eastern Bloc country, you reach a certain age where it just all falls apart. You were in the babushka. You've got these weird moles ah, growing all over <laughs> your face, and you're all hunched <laughs> over. It just happens all of a sudden, but you've got a really good run from you know the age of 18 all the way up into the age of 50, and all of a sudden... It. Once my wife was very good looking, and then <laughs> no, I, it's it's true. Well, but but going back to the substance of this conversation, you're right. I mean, this it, there's no plan for this. They want to keep spending, but okay, spending on what? First of all, no. But but for shits and gigs, what do you want to spend it on? What's it going to? What's it going to net us? What do we get in return for this? They don't have a plan. They, they don't have a plan. And as we keep saying here, this conflict, this war, it's essentially over. If we weren't feeding into this thing, it would be. We're the ones perpetuating it. Putin and them are like, we got what we came for. Let's drink some vodka, bitches. We're like, no, we're going to piss in your vodka and keep this thing going. Like, are you sure? Do you really want to do that? Yeah, we're sure. Because we gotta, we gotta make sure these people are happy. We gotta have a war going at all times. So we're gonna keep doing it, no matter what. And that's what's happening. But but there is no plan. Give us a plan. Outline the plan. Not we're gonna send them this. We're gonna send them that. We need aid. No, I want a freaking detailed plan. And I hate I hate going through stuff like that. But I want to see it. Who who? When are these getting there? Who's gonna use them? How are they going to be used? What is all this for? What's the aid for? Seems like people are doing pretty damn good over there. Like, explain all of that. And, the, and they can't. They can't because it's all just a game, a game where we get ass raped and they, they come out on top. The only thing that we've gotten that's tangible that you can actually see is the fact that Ukraine has a tr an American tranny spokesperson. <laughs> that's the only yeah. that's what $40 billion gets you is that. Yeah. That's it. That's the only thing that I've seen that has been tangible of where our money has gone. And I will tell you, that trans spokesperson has one of the biggest racks on the dude I've ever seen before. <laughs> I can't stop staring when he's in that olive drab talking. <laughs> it's just so weird. I'm 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 so confused, but strangely loud. <laughs> Well, at least we know uh, what's going on in your head there, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well. Confused and strangely aroused. <laughs> you know, uh, that's, but let's take a break. Um, you know who's confused? I'll try and segue our way out of that. <clears throat> you know who's confused is Bill Gates. Apparently, and he's going to tell you, he's surprised with how Americans had the piss and vinegar to push back against all of his nonsense. He took a break from sleeping with children to do this interview. We'll share it with you on the other side of this break.
Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. 
If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. about Tom. <laughs> I, love, I love getting to be a part of, of sharing Tom with the world. <laughs> it's, it's how we give back. Uh, no, it's, it's great. Tom is a rock star, Shell. You're right. He is. He's great. Let's, let's keep him, Drew, says Barb. Oh. All right. Well, now it's official. You, official. You're staying here, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Done been decided. Uh, okay, real quick, guys, before we get in there, I've transitioned to something else, but we all start our day off. I think we all do, right? You need to. Coffee is the lifeblood of champions. So we start our day off with coffee. It's part of so many important lives, uh, moments in our lives. Excuse me, I can't talk. Whether it's the hospital room, having coffee with your friends and family, it's uh, uh, sealing some big deal that you're working on. Your first cup, cup, uh, cup of coffee uh, as a married couple, whatever the case might be. I'm trying to think of some other examples. What's a, what's a great coffee example, Tom? A great coffee example when you have a very fantastic meal and you're, po- and you're getting ready to have a fine dessert and you have a cup of coffee just to seal the whole deal with a tremendous evening with a mm. great meal and family and friends around you. Yeah, I like that. That's a great What would the dessert be? Any dessert. Uh, you know what? It. I would think it, it just uh, pecan pie just popped in my head. That's mm. where I'm going. You've been on a. You've been wanting pie for the past few days. I so. love pie. Yeah, yeah. And I love. So well, I've I've told the story before. I'm taking myself off the read. I'll tell <laughs> it in a second. But I mean, we all know coffee plays this integral role in our lives, right? And it's not always the main character, but it's always there. So when those moments come, make sure you have the right cup of coffee in your hand. Enter our friends. You can see it on the screen there. Thistle Creek Reserve Premium Coffee. It is great coffee, you guys. It is reserved. It's sourced from missionaries around the globe. They're focused on giving back to ministries. They're focused on partnering with companies such as this one, networks such as this one, because they believe in this great experiment that is America. So go check it out. Wake up with premium coffee from a company that loves America, loves God, We'll never go woke. It's Thistle Creek Reserve. You can do so at thistlecreekreserve.com. Use promo code DREW to save 10%. So my one of my deployment buddies. Um, pie. Pie. Sorry, I was. I put the <laughs> link in there, and I just realized it, it wasn't spaced right. So you'll have to just copy the, the link over if you want to use that. But he he he's he's there, and... You know, back then, you know, everyone's working out all the time. This, that, and the other. You you work that into your day. But we had a like, we had a pretty good, 
right? We used your taxpayer dollars well and made sure that we were fed well in between our things. And we had a, a nice dessert station. We had a chef and all this kind of stuff. So don't feel too bad for us. But he's he's sitting around. We're sitting at the at the bar one night or around the fire pit or wherever we're doing. It's like, bro, I just I keep gaining weight. I don't know what's going on. All right, well let's work backwards. Like what what have you what have you been doing different? He's like, well I've been having pecan pie every day <laughs> like it's just there so i grab it he was like but that's not that because it's you know it's just nuts I'm like <laughs> dude like, are you, you're kidding like, i literally thought he was joking like you're kidding right it's not like some healthy alternative pie like it's actually probably one of the worst most sugary pies for you in that <laughs> regard it's more, it's more sugar and butter than it is pecan <laughs> yeah absolutely and it's delightful i freaking love it i get massive heartburn from it but um at any rate that happened um that was the story there so let's get into this story let's get into bill gates keep things quasi on track it really hasn't gone that far off track today but every time it has gone off track it's definitely been my fault i think but the medical tyrants are ramping up their campaign of viral fear once again because it works so well the first go around and their sexually compromised leader Bill Gates doesn't understand why he's received so much scrutiny. Here's the Epstein Island frequent flyer, Bill Gates, sharing that sentiment with us here. You know, this was an interesting trust, uh, a case test of people's trust in their politicians or their health system. And, you know, statistically, uh, we didn't do as well as I would have expected. You know, in fact, you know, I'm cited as some, you know, mastermind of some evil yeah, plot uh, in many, many cases. So, no, I didn't expect any of that. Uh, you know, in some ways, the politicization of, you know, taking vaccines and helping protect other people, um, you could almost say that's a step backwards. You know, I hope vaccine acceptance for other diseases like measles is not reduced by this. But, you know, a lot of people jumped in and took the vaccines, but a meaningful minority in most countries were led down a path of believing that not only, you know, was there, were there rare side effects, but that the vaccine wasn't uh, properly tested or was part of some evil conspiracy. So there you go. Bill, I love the laughter of small children before I had sex with them, Gates was confused by people questioning medical tyrants about a brand new vaccine that hadn't been tested. Bill, th think about this. You're a eugenicist who believes that there are way too many people on the planet and that the herd must be thin. Those are your words, not mine. Why on earth would anyone trust you about anything? See, see I, I would love to actually have that conversation with him. It would be hard not to stare at his weird nipples. But... I'd love, I'd love it. He does. He's just got the weird. It's it's just strange. But I'd love to hear him answer that question. Like, why? Other than the fact that you're rich and you believe that you're powerful because you're rich and you do. Why would anyone trust you? Why would anyone trust a damn word you say? Your wife didn't even trust. She left you because of your friend with Epstein and Lord knows what else. But what do you think his response would be, Tom? I'm dying to know what. <laughs> well, his response would be simple. He thinks that he's beloved because he surrounds himself by people who are yes men. He doesn't know what the average American thinks about him unless he gets a pie in the face like it happened back in the what late 90s, early 2000s. And, and the people that he hangs around with 
all believe the same thing that he does. And they in the in the the commonality with all of them is that they believe that anybody who's not in their group of these global elites is stupid. Right. And those people need to be put out to pasture and they need to be told what to do. And people like us who are very successful and we're at the forefront of immunology and vaccine research that we know what's better for the unwashed masses. It's it's typical arrogance, and you can tell by that video just by his posture, with his arms folded and leaning back, as to look down yeah. as he's talking about. Oh, all of a sudden, I'm some sort of villain. Yeah, Bill, you are a villain, hundred <laughs> percent. And most everybody thinks you're a weirdo villain who does these freakish um, uh, experiments on you know poor African folks in, in Kenya in sub-Saharan Africa and then jets off to Epstein Island to do God knows what with you know who knows what right you, people's opinion unless you're on the left and a part of that sort of same sort of social strata think you're a weirdo think you're a creep and don't want to have anything to do with you and aren't going to listen to you to inject something in your body that you're a part of right yeah, I think you're right. I think it's smugness, it's arrogance, it's we know what's best for the rest of you, just shut up and listen to us. Uh, but but the times have changed, and that's that's what is catching him off guard here. Like, this used to work. I used to just be able to say whatever and donate here and do this, and then people went along with it. That's not anymore. That's not the world anymore. Now now we're on to all you guys, and it's it's just not flying anymore. It's, it's flying with some people, and it'll fly with, with some people again here too because we're, we're heading back into to school right i think my kids start this week which is crazy thursday yeah that's mm. wild but with school comes sickness so it's time for a new variant it's time for a new covid variant everyone do we have a well i don't have a new COVID. like a celebration thing i don't have a new covid variant uh, celebration song okay. sorry all right we'll work on that uh but according to bureaucratic nazi goons at the cdc a new variant named eris sounds so intriguing has just dropped. Eris has dropped. And this variant is not to be confused, by the way, with actor Idris Elba, who is a handsome piece of meat, if I might say. Yes. I mean, he's he's just delightful. Eris sounds like a men's cologne, <laughs> not like a... Anytime I picture a... <laughs> here we go off. <laughs> anytime I picture... I always picture the old black and white kind of Kelvin Klein ones and like a man like walking down like the wall... And then, and then there's the whisper. Eris. Eris. Yeah. By Calvin Klein. There was talks that uh, Idris Elba was going to be the new um, James Bond, which I would have been okay with. Yeah. I, uh, but now he's a new COVID variant. Yeah. Now he's a new COVID <laughs> variant. How the mighty have fallen. How the mighty have fallen. Okay, back to COVID. What a coincidence, though, right? Weeks before school starts and election cycles getting going, you know, everything ramping up for next year, that a new variant is released on Americans. The fragile neurotics love a new variant, though, because it feeds their unhealthy, unhealthy minds and unhealthy just mind, like everything that's going on here. It, to, it, you, it, with this, you get, in theory, you get more masks. You get s six feet apart, right? Social distancing. Is it six? Is it three? How many masks? We don't know. Uh, none of it actually works. Hand sanitizer. No in-person learning. Zoom meetings. You get essential and non-essential workers, which is one of the least discussed and most important things that they put into place back during all of that, by the way, wearing a mask in a restaurant, but taking it off once you sit. Guys, the week 
the ones who some of frankly are still doing some of these things and the tyrants they want it all back but they can go to hell because it's not happening not in here you're gonna get the the response from a lot of people that bill's talking about they're like what 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 is going on i, I hope there'll be plenty that still do it because again there's people who want that's like that's like their their fetish. Tell me what to do, government daddy. Tell me what to do. And then it gets it gets more dark from there. Govern me harder, daddy. <laughs> Govern me harder. <laughs> uh. No, but you're right. When you talk about the, the neurotics wanting this all to come back, because for them, the neurotics, COVID isn't over with and will never be over with. So when you have medical tyrants telling everybody that you need to start masking up and six feet stay six feet apart from each other. It justifies to them that they were right all along. Right. And it doesn't matter it, because most of us look at them with with some sort of pity and just kind of an eye roll going, I will never be friends with you. And if shit ever goes haywire on this flight or in this building, you're going to be left to your own devices. I am not going to risk my life to try and save you. You're on your own because you've already made your decision. You're telling the world right now that you're absolutely, totally helpless. And if we're in an emergency situation, you cannot be depended on. So with that, they know that it's something in their souls know that they're like that. So this just helps them feel like they're more mainstream and they were right. And the rest of us were totally wrong because we didn't trust the science. <laughs> we didn't. And we still don't. Uh, and, and we won't with Eris. But this is interesting, too, because let's go on. the. So, you know, this is going to come right. You've got discussion about Eris. You've got school back in session. What's happening? If, if you've got kids, you know that everyone just brings home shit. Soon it's going to be cycling around the studio here. Sorry, guys, to be to be dark. But that's what's going to happen. The school comes in and, and stuff happens. We used to just call it the cold and the flu, but they're going to they're going to try and call it a bunch of other stuff, as we've seen here. But you've also got on the heels of that or concurrently <clears throat> as that's going on, you've got scientists overseas who have listed animal viruses that could. Could with a C make people ill and spread globally in the future. And they're calling it disease X because they're not sure which virus could trigger the next big outbreak. You had Sky News over there who got a special tour of the place where they're doing this stuff run by a UK health security agency. And they showed how they're working in a special lab to stay safe while studying these viruses. Active viruses will be stored in special secure areas at the facility, according to the independent. That's great. Nothing could go wrong there. Scientists will study viruses that currently lack a vaccine or those where the process of immunization could be made better. Examples include flu, monkeypox, or hantavirus. There we go with monkeypox again. What are the, what are the Brits doing over there? The head of the virology, uh, <laughs> Professor Dame Jenny, Jenny Harries, gave a... I feel like that's a bad name, bad last name. Harries? Harries. Harries. Because it's just... You, it, you, my mind goes, goes to bad places. Anyways... She, she, was, she was talking about that, and she said, what we're trying to do here is ensure that we prepare so that if we have new disease X, a new pathogen, we have done as much of the work in advance as possible, hopefully so we can prevent a pandemic. But if we can't and we have to respond, then we have already started developing vaccines and therapeutics to crack it. So think about this. Modern medicine is creating vaccines for viruses that haven't been created, don't exist, or that's what's going on that sounds awful lot like gain of function research doesn't it doesn't it i mean it rings a bell seems like that's what it is 
But this, I mean, this, this, and, and, and they, if you, if you read any of the stories on this or you go and listen to any of the interviews or whatever, it's, it's put out there in a way. And some of the quotes even there that I was reading from the story, it's, it's presented in a way like we're trying to get ahead of this to help everyone. And they try and put this rosy spin on it. But that's not the idea, folks. That's not the game. This is essentially a gain of function. And the idea is to keep all humans as permanent customers for who? For big pharma. That's it. That's the bottom line. That's what we're talking about here. This has nothing to do with health, only compliance. And of course, big shareholder payouts. I mean, think about this. Think, think about Bill Gates. Let's go back to Bill Gates where we started this segment. He and all of his friends have talked about thinning the herd, depopulating, reducing population across. We've got their, their friends at the World Economic Forum who call us useless eaters. Do you really think they're doing these things for the benefit of mankind? I think not. Kamala Harris said we have to reduce our population. So in answer to your question, yeah, no, they don't want to keep us alive. No, they don't. They're sickos. These people are absolute maniacal douchebags who should be tried and, and put in the hag for crimes against humanity. Won't happen. Humanity. I said immunity. <laughs> We're giving them immunity. <laughs> let, them all, let them all loose. I just, I can't talk today. Uh, but you know who can talk, loves to talk about war, is Victoria Newland, Because just... When we're transitioning from COVID to Victoria Newland, but but these things all do kind of blend together in their own way. But we're running behind, so I want to squeeze the story in. Because just when we thought tensions in Niger were going to settle down with negotiations, the Biden regime sent the portly pig-faced warmonger Victoria Newland over there to deliberately escalate tensions in the war-torn country. And the little rotund war pro profiteer is always on the scene if there's potential to get a whiff of rotting battlefield corpse. The smell of dead flesh, for some reason, to Victoria Newland, it's like smelling fresh bread coming out of the oven. We all love that smell. She mm. just has different triggers, mm. things that really get her excited. I was going to say aroused, but that takes me to a whole different place, and I can't, <laughs> I can't go there. But you, you had the sweaty little piglet arrive in, in Niamey to check on the condition of former President Bazoum. She was, by the way, denied access by the junta. I'm here to just check on his well-being. Uh, no, bitch. Get out of here. <laughs> by the way, wait till you see what they say about her. I'm going to tell you in a little bit. But the denial sent her into a tailspin. And she, just, she demanded that her staff gather up as many cookies, pies, Mars bars, underrated candy bar, by the way, mm. that they could find. And they reconvened in the hotel conference room so she could binge on the sweets and plan a military operation to murder as many civilians as possible that her vegetable boss would sign off on. Not... Not certain it went down exactly that way. Could have been some different candies or treats. But I think it's something like that. That's kind of close to the truth there. But you've got Echoes, who's prepared to meet on Thursday. And they're, 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 they're dealing with all these negotiations, right? There's people saying they want Bazoom reinstated. You got the Junta saying no. And, and then Newland comes in here, and, and things have basically just gotten stirred up further. She said this. This is a quote from her this week. This was the first, a first conversation in which the United States was offering its good offices if there is a desire on the part of the people who are responsible for this to return to the constitutional order. Would not say, <clears throat> would not say that we were take, in any way taken up on that offer. 
Newland said she also warned there would be consequences for Niger's relations, Niger's relations with the U.S. if the junta does not restore Bazoum or follows the path of neighboring Mali in calling in Russia's Wagner merc mercenaries. Um, so <clears throat> you've—this you, is the best part. So we've got all—we're not going to dive into Niger a whole lot today because we don't have a ton of time. But it's important to note that she's there, that she's there. She's trying to get access to Bazoom. She, of course, wants Bazoom back in power for, for her own reasons. Denied that. And then in response to all of this, response to her visit, the re revolutionary government of Niger responded to the suspension of USAID because they said, hey, without all this stuff, we're not going to give you any help. And here's what they said back. Here's what the junta said back. Quote, we don't want your money. Use it to fund a weight loss program for Victoria Newland. <laughs> <laughs> How... How amazing is that? Kind of makes me want to be a Junta member. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Pick up your machete, boys. We're going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to respect the Junta's fat-shaming humor. Yes. There's a there's a place for it. That was well executed. And was someone there going, burn, after this? <laughs> I don't know. You say burn in Africa, and that yeah, can, yeah. That's, that's a village. That's, that's tough. Uh, she finished her press conference, Newland, that is, with this cryptic thought saying, quote, I hope they will keep the door open to diplomacy. We made that proposal. We'll see. Dot, dot, dot. Enter supervillain laugh. Wow. Um, so the last line basically is translated, do what we say or we're going to start stacking bodies. And all indications seem to point to the conflict that's going on there in Niger with, with ECOWAS and with, with Russia's involved. Everyone that's there, it, it, it's going to get nasty. That's 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 likely what's going to happen there, and you you you've got the uh, we won't play the clip because I don't think we have time. Let me pull up my uh, my clock here. We won't yeah we won't play this clip. But you've got the junta who are now calling with with all this stuff going on, calling on fellow citizens there in the country of Niger to stand up and fight against people coming in, which is in you know. The, the, you could go a lot of different directions with this. Well, what are they going to fight with if if you got foreign invaders coming in? Yeah, you've got machetes and knives. But if you're open to having the Wagner group come in and fight with you, that means that Putin's open to that idea, and he's not going to tell them not to do it. And you're looking for an arms dealer. Hmm. Hmm. Didn't we just give them one back? a male basketball player <laughs> playing in the WNBA? Yes, this is a perfect opportunity for Victor Bout to get back on. The merchant of death. <laughs> you know he's back at the game, right? He's he's back in it. Oh, this is prime picking. This is something that the merchant of death lived for during his entire career selling arms all over the world or uprisings like this that, that he could arm one side or the other or both sides. Yeah. So this is this is perfect for him. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, you don't earn the moniker the Merchant of Death. Get out of prison and be like, I just want to retire and and play golf. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, the deal said I can't do this, so I can't. Yeah. You want to get back into it, and you and look, I can tell you because I've dealt with some arms dealers. There's good money in it. There's good money in it, but watch out because you get fucked by some of the people who are telling you to do the deal. Um, I, it, it's 
I won't go into that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you stopped yourself a lot, a lot today. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Well, that yeah. one would would literally get me in in, in some serious trouble. Um, okay, remember that American Airlines chick that everyone was slash is fascinated with? We got the clip, so we're going to show you after. Okay, yeah. so she's been identified. Again, we're not going to share her name. Other people are. We're not going to do that. Uh, but we are going to talk about it on the other side of this break. Tons still to get to today. Stick around. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, So there's lots of wars, lots of conflicts going on. You guys are chatting about it. It's true. There is. And as Barb said, we're also out of weapons. Go figure. <laughs> yeah, not a good time to have a conflict in Africa. Possibly Thailand or <laughs> Thailand. Taiwan. Maybe. Maybe Thailand. Who knows? Taiwan. Uh, Taiwan. West Africa. We've already got stuff going on in East Africa. No one just talks about the Horn of Africa much. We've got Russia. We've got Syria, where things are are there and and potentially about to get crazier. It's 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 wild. Barb asked Tom, "Who's who's scripting this?" Probably the the chick who was just in Niger, Victoria Nuland. Oh yeah, dude, definitely scripting it. And the, well, getting back to the whole Niger thing, it's actually the French. The French have owned that area of africa for so long 
And even though the Niger and other of those countries have claimed their independence, Niger, uh, France still has a foothold. They have bases in there. And what I'm afraid is going to happen to Niger is what happened to Haiti back in what was it, the 1700s or the 1600s, maybe even earlier than that. It, it was a, Haiti was a French, Hispaniola, uh, primarily Haiti, uh, was, was a French colony. And the, the Haitians were like, we don't want the French here. You need to get out of here. And we want to be our own nation. And France was like, okay, but we're going to break your backs economically. And they did. And Haiti has never recovered. So I see Niger being in that same position. I would have to imagine that Haiti was the probably the poorest country in the developed world in the time of the 1500s. And so when France said they were going to break their back economically, they did just that, and they've never recovered. The same with Niger. Niger is in last place of all developing nations. So if France does leave and, say, and says, we're going to break your back economically, they will, because they've had a past track, track record of doing, of doing it. doing so, yeah. Well, but how far can you really fall? I mean, that's... Well, I mean, you, you you fall as far as you did in Haiti when you result, you know, when you have voodoo and you have coups every five years, and you know, when you when when you have Haiti descending into the the throngs of voodoo, it was up into what the 1960s, where it was customary, where it was customary to when, when someone died in your family to behead them to make sure that they weren't going to be dug up again and become a zombie, or to be buried in a roadway and that way that the, the witch doctors couldn't come and dig up your body because there was so much traffic coming through there that people would notice that you were digging up a body. <laughs> I feel like we need to do like a whole documentary where it's just Tom talking about this. Because <laughs> it's fast. every time he talks, I get lost in it. I'm just like, mm. I can't. Thank you, Tom. Was, was the second weekend in Bernie's <laughs> Haiti? There was, I know there was voodoo in that. Mm. I don't know. I, I missed that one. <laughs> it, one was enough for me. It, it, it wasn't great. Uh, there's, I'm not, it's, this is not part of the film recommendation part of the show. Uh, let's move on. Uh, good, good, good responses there, Tom, uh, to, to Barb's question. But back in July, there was, there was an incident on an American Airlines flight where a woman claimed that the person she was sitting to wasn't real. The whole thing was caught on camera. Went viral. We all remember it. Here's here's that just as, as a refresher. Here was the scene. Take a look. They can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f**ks, but I am telling you right now, that that back there is not real. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So we've set the we've set the table. Everyone remembers that, right? This woman was then escorted off to flight. And it kind of seemed to be the end of that story. The, her identity was never released. And that set off kind of its own firestorm, right? There's all this speculation, all this questioning, to, to the point where it really, that became more of a viral discussion or phenomena, figuring out who this woman was, partially because some men were just extremely attracted to her, partially because no one knew details about her, all of those reasons. You never knew anything, and it, it, it's been it's been a long, long time. Well, until now, now the identity has been released. The UK Daily Mail released the identity of the mystery woman, or you could say doxed her, because it was it was not just her name. They they provided all sorts of information about her, including her address. 
who she worked for. Who she worked for. Yeah. How much she paid for her house. All of that. They did a deep dive. They did a deep dive. They, they, they went a step too far. People were like, who is this woman? We need to find out. I'm like, we got it. And it's all here. Like, no, no, we don't actually need to know where she lives. We yeah. just. Do you want her blood type? We got that too. We were just asking. But but it's it's an int- the whole thing is interesting, right? The story is, and again, we're not going to share her name because we're we're not big on doxing. That's 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 the kind of shit the left does. But how did this chick go unidentified for so long? I think in the beginning, people knew who she was, and I think her name was out there, but it was wasn't out there in the mainstream because when from what I've read, she gets kicked off the plane. She goes to talk to their police waiting for her outside uh, the jetway. The jet, yeah. She's at, at the uh, little ticket area where you, where you scan your boarding pass. She gets trespassed by the American Airlines attendant. The police are like, you can't, you can't be here. You got to go. Uh, can we have your name? And she's like, no. And so they, didn't, they never did a report. She wasn't arrested. So that's the reason. That was the whole reason why her name wasn't part of the public record. Yeah. And. I think this is a, a complete waste of time on a media company having a journalist try and track this woman down because the incident is over with. The woman doesn't never wanted to come forward and to make public her identity. And then for a, a media organization to go after her, I just think it, it's a wrong use of, of, of your resources and so many other different stories out there than trying to find out the name of a person who wasn't even arrested but caused a commotion on a flight, was kicked off the flight, and is probably barred from ever getting on another American, American Airlines flight again. So why do you want to take away her personal life and her professional life? Yeah. So my advice to Mystery Woman is if you're having problems with um, work or with uh, your personal life, first of all, DM me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but she needs to lean into it. She needs to make as much money as possible off this. And I don't know if there is a legal way that she can go after the Daily Mail, but if she really wanted to have that sort of anonymity that you know that that she doesn't have now that her she's been thrust into the the public sphere i think if if there is an opportunity she needs to go after him yeah no i think so i I don't look why would there not be you can sue anything and anyone these days for and for for whatever the hell you want and while it doesn't always make sense. It's still, that's just the crazy world that we live in. Everyone's become these litigious monsters. And, and I'm not saying she would be in this case. But to me, she has every leg to stand on there by, 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 by saying, hey, you have put, even, frankly, even if it's not happening, you've, you've put my life, my, I, don't know, I don't know her situation. I don't know if she's married or not. I know a lot of people want to know. But, but I don't know if she's <laughs> married or not. Um, and... But but it doesn't matter, right? Because you've you've put her in a position of vulnerability, and and there's there's a lot that could come her way. I hope and pray it doesn't. But I I would think even if she doesn't face any of that stuff, that she has a leg to stand on. But for damn sure, if she does, I would try and sue the fuck out of those people. Do you think this is why no one's been um, doing news about Niger? Like Doug, stop everything in Niger. Go find everything you can about this woman. Because it's it, why would they go such on a deep dive? It doesn't matter. It's well, I think because I, I think they they want to prove their their clout as journalists, right? And we're because everyone has. Every, that's the thing. Like 
everyone has become so fascinated with this story and this chick because it's weird. They want to know what did he look like next to her? Is she married? Will you will you marry me? Like there's all these <laughs> layers. Like there's such a fascination with this woman and this whole story that I think it was like, okay, we'll be the ones to do it. And and the the ironic part of that is it could lead to a massive suit. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe she just wants I presume, based on the fact that she never came forward, you would think she just wants to ride off into the sunset and be done with this. So so maybe she doesn't go that route. And again, I hate litigious people, people who sue just for the sake of suing. They're the worst. They should all be put down. But she's got a leg to stand on in this case if she wants to if she wants to stand on it. But this also goes to show how journalists nowadays rely so much on social media to figure out what stories that they're going to cover. I would say probably 60, 70% of the population over 50 years old has no idea who this woman is or how this story started. Right. It's just anybody, you know, under that under that age demographic would be interested in it. And to me, it was just interesting because it was this mystery woman. And then you saw, you know, other images of her. Somebody took the time to do an oil painting. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was that was. Yeah. So it, it, she became sort of this cultish figure, which is great. And it, it, to me, it should have just ended with that, be done with it and move on. But the fact, like anything that is cool always gets wrecked when it goes mainstream. And here's another example of corporate media trying to take something that was cultish and cool, taking it mainstream and totally ruining it. Yeah. And and to an extent ruining her life. Um yeah, a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people weighing in on it. It's it is. The whole thing's been fascinating. And, and, and to your point though too, there's a I think there's a lot of people who have no idea who this story is, who this chick is, what the story is. Because we kind of live in this bubble. You'll see it with some people, and it could be about a political story. It could be about, if, hell, it could be about Hunter Biden stuff because the mainstream doesn't talk about it that much. They have a little bit more here recently. But for the last several years, I can't believe this stuff about Hunter Biden. You got people who are like, hey, wait, what? Like, what's going on with that? Because they don't live in these, like, Twitter circles that we're in and, and Facebook and Insta and all these. But I don't do Insta. But, like, all these, these, these platforms where everyone gets stuck in their their kind of just news cycle and echo chamber to an extent. And and you see that, but a lot of people don't. And this is a weird one-off story. This is not like the rest. That motherfucker is not real. Um, I'm, but I'm dying to know. Like, can we yeah. get... I want to get that mofo on the show. Uh, and her, of course. Yeah, I mean, there's so much speculation about this person that she was sitting next to as somehow this time-traveling lizard person, <laughs> which I'm kind of hoping for. I think that would be the most entertaining outcome of all of this. Well, yeah, exactly. At this point, you're like, why would you want that? Because this world's so crazy and so freaking broken. Like, let's just have something interesting. They might be here to kill us. Whatever. Like, it's something new to talk about. I'm so sick of talking about how corrupt and broken our government is, how bad the Bidens are, how bad the Republican Party is. Screw those guys. I'm so sick of talking about that. Like, I, I'm at the point where I'd welcome an alien invasion. Right. I'm not suggesting it's going to happen, by the way, if you're here for the first time. That's not what this show's about. But it's something new. You know what I find astonishing about this story, other than the fact they did such a deep dive? 
a week ago, we had that story. I can't remember if it was Alabama or Mississippi about the woman who called in, said she saw a toddler on the side of the road, and then she faked her own kidnapping. We we didn't cover it, but we watched. We you and I watched it together at the bar one morning. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was. Were you guys drinking in the morning? No, we were having breakfast. The bar I, here. I'm, I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> it, they kept referring to this woman by I can't remember what her name was. It was like Casey Johnson. Oh, Casey Johnson is not. And they were saying Casey Johnson as if you were supposed to know who she was, like she had ever accomplished anything in her life before, which I thought was really weird because there's usually something that's put in there as a qualifier to who this person is, and it wasn't. And getting back to what I find astonishing is the media never did a deep dive into this woman and where she lived, where she worked, anything. Yeah. But... This mystery woman, it was like, oh, we got to put all our resources into this. (laughs) Well, that's where, like, remember a few weeks ago, it was, well, we have more stuff on the Bidens. And then it's like, well, no, we have this one guy showing up that's going to talk about aliens and UAPs and all this. That's more important. So what are they trying to cover right now with this being come out? Like, what what is the UK news trying to cover up on their side to say, oh, let's focus on this because there's what you know. Why else would they be bringing it up? Is there nothing going on over there that they can't report that they just oh these ex yeah Meghan Markle's period? I don't know. We don't know <laughs> what it could be for certain. Um, but we're gonna take a break. <laughs> Meghan Markle's period. I don't know. This just in: Meghan Markle's having a period and she's experiencing a heavy flow. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a break. Um, Speaking of, there's no way to segue. Um, speaking of heavy flow. Speaking of heavy flow, have you experienced? No, uh, Harry's Razors. You've probably heard of it. They're going to face a heavy flow of criticism and pushback. There we go. We'll tie it in that way because they just stepped in it. They just stepped in it big time and they went ahead and used the terms. Remember these terms? The uh, I mean, birthing parent and non-birthing parent, they go along with chest feeders and all of that. Uh, So we're going to show you the clip and how they stepped in it. We'll talk about it, and then we're going to destroy their company on the other side of the break. (laughs) Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Hi. 
how in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening. And it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't in some sense working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is the wellness company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and is occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substances combating this man-made disaster. Welcome back. Ginger, thanks for responding. Going to get into that last man standing league. I'm going to win it this year. I mean, <laughs> you, you came close last I year. I far last year, and it ripped it ripped my heart out. I, I, so you we, called me when you, you were so upset. There's a lot of money <laughs> on the line, and I'm committed to winning it this year, even though I have almost no control over it. I'm committed to doing whatever it takes. Um People are like, what are you talking about? Just trust me. I got to win. I'm doing <laughs> Drew it. did like 100 submissions this year. It's weird. <laughs> All coin club money is going <laughs> to submissions this year. Uh, let's get into Harry's. Let's get into Harry's because they made a little boo-boo. They just did, okay? We've entered the corporate media, corporate self-abasing stage of the Marxist revolution where CEOs are now required to atone for their capitalistic greed by conducting a public struggle session where they embrace the social social constructs of, of Marxism and all the other nonsense that's being pushed out there. Here's the neutered CEO of Harry's Razors engaged in his public struggle session. Everyone feel bad for him and take a listen. You know, created a really sort of unbalanced dynamic um, and made the co-parenting thing really hard to actually live in practice. Um, and so, you know, that experience, you know, was was one that led us to this conclusion that, hey, we need not just a general parental leave policy, but an equal parental leave policy um, that treats birthing and non-birthing parents equally. Um, so we implemented that and gave everybody four months, regardless of whether you're the birthing parent or the non-birthing parent. And then last, um, we also, as a company, have always tried to sort of be socially minded and not just be about um, bottom line profits. Can we pull that image back up? 
real quick. Right? That's that's good right there. No, no, no. That's perfect. <laughs> the guy in the red checker shirt will never be a birthing parent or a part of that process. I just don't see it happening. No. I don't think any of them will. Um, but but there it is. You heard it there. As a company, we have always tried to be socially minded. What does that even mean? That that phrase that phrase right there. It's supposed to give cover to feeble-minded shit weasels who are looking for cover from the Marxist mob who hates capitalism. But he said he said birthing parent and non-birthing parent. What was the thing at the beginning? Co something. Co-parenting. Co Co-parenting. Y'all, Harry's razors is done. I've never used their product. I was more of a Dollar Shave Club guy. Clearly, I don't do a whole lot of shaving. I, I need to shave my head, by the way. It's I've lost control of what's going on up there and the parts that it still grows. But th- this right there is 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 going to hurt them. Not surprisingly, it's sold in Target. They've got a whole section. If you remember, before you stopped going there, hopefully you stopped going there. But you've got corporations and their CEOs, they're being forced to make these kind of statements out of fear that their ESG scores are going to go down. So some of them, I don't know this guy personally. I know that he just said birthing parent and non-birthing parent, so I don't like him. But some of them, some of them might not even believe this bullshit, but they're going along with it. But if they go along with it, they have to suffer. They have to be punished because... Here's the deal, y'all. First of all, you're a bitch if you just go along with things. Don't be a bitch. Don't just play the game. Stand up for something. Believe in something. And if you believe in the stuff that you just said, all that nonsensical stuff, then you're still a bitch and your beliefs are going to get you punished, corporately speaking. But but I, I, I get the, 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 the problem that some of them are facing this, but you can't. Have you, have you not learned anything? Have you not paid attention to how the world works today? You make Dylan Mulmady an ambassador. You put his face on a can and celebrate womanhood with cock and balls. It doesn't go well for you. You you do the pride section at Target. You talk about birthing parents and this, that, and the other. I get it. You're trying to be accepting as a company. But there's certain things you can't say these days because the battle lines are drawn. And man, it's not in sand that's getting moved. They're, they're, they're spray painted on some asphalt. They are clear as day. It's a, or it's a, it's the Grand Canyon, whatever you want to, uh, however you want to make that visual. You can't, you can't go down this path. And you've got companies like this, man, the freaking men who run these companies, they're emasculated eunuchs. There's no, I, I don't know how to measure testosterone. <laughs> I know it goes down for all of us as, as, as we age and whatnot. Some of us just didn't start with it, such as probably some of the people on the stage. But it's got to be a low reading. If you combined all of them there, it's got to be a pretty low reading. Oh, for sure. It's a total low reading. You could just tell. You pointed out the one guy in the red checkered shirt there, the red plaid shirt. That guy has never been laid before in his entire life. His his sex life consists of virtual reality and some weird robotic glove. No, he's he's hoping that like a character in Sim City is going to come to life. And fix him. Now, you said that you don't think they believe it. This is right after he he says what they did. I don't think he believes what he's saying. Look at his face. Maybe not. You know, I I, I don't know if the the other two guys might, but him. I remember watching this morning, going, "I don't think he believes it." No, he's saying that because the HR department at Harry's has implemented these new policies 
and he has to parrot exactly what the HR department is saying yeah. to prevent himself and the company, well, not himself, but the company from getting sued by some weird, you know, hair dyed person who, you know, is non-binary or is it in the midst of transitioning. But Gillette went through this whole thing with they, they had an ad campaign. I think it was like, you know, teaching your non-binary son how to shave or something like that. Or I can't remember what it was specifically, but I do remember the point where I was like, I'm no longer buying razors anymore. And that's when I stopped shaving <laughs> because I got tired of what was going on and trying to figure out what was what, who I need to buy my razors from. And I'm like, screw this. I'm just not going to shave anymore. Do you remember when Dollar Shave Club came, first came out and their commercials? Like oh, the yeah. Viking commercials, right? No. No. Oh, well, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I don't remember Viking one. But they were freaking hilarious. They kind of started the trend of doing silly commercials like that. Like, they, they get a lot of props. I don't know if they've gone woke, by the way. I have some other stuff at home. I don't pay much attention. Again, I don't shave a whole lot. I shave more than you do, but um, I think everyone Well, you does. trim. You trim. I, I'm a trim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a trimmer. But, it, I mean, you've got to abandon this. Someone said, I was going to try them. Now I'm not going to. Good, don't. Spread it far and wide that they're playing along with this woke bullshit, whether they believe it or not. Again, that doesn't matter. You, you either choose to stand up for reason or you don't. So find someone else to shave, rub really hard up against a tree or something. I don't know. Do something, but don't don't buy Harry's razors. Definitely don't buy Gillette. Like those those guys are are long gone. But <clears throat> it would appear, it would appear that they have Bud Lighted themselves. They are the next candidate for that. We've got NASCAR who made a bad decision this week. Harry's razors. I don't think it was it wasn't NASCAR. It was Legacy Motor. Well, Group. Like, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But here's the deal: NASCAR allowed it. NASCAR yeah. allowed, and it's going to come back. I mean, oh, yeah. it's like it's like a lawsuit, right? You don't sue the poor guy. You sue the the, the company the poor guy works for. You, you don't go after Legacy. No one cares who Legacy is. Like literally, those people's lives don't even mean anything. You go after NASCAR. I'm sure they do. I'm sure someone. Well, it's them. Jimmy Johnson, Richard Petty, and then that one and guy, then the guy from uh, BlackRock and Vanguard. Rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're going to go after <laughs> Pete, the 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 assault. Oh yeah, the it, social assault is going to be on NASCAR. Yeah, it taints NASCAR's uh, you know visual. Yeah, their brand it's hurt, which is great. It's a great brand. I hate to see it happen. I hope it doesn't. I hope they get it. Uh, I hope they get it sorted. I know we're running out of sports stuff. We follow. really are. Like, what, <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Um, <clears throat> okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We got an hour to go. We got an hour to go. We're going to talk on the other side here about DeSantis. We're going to play this clip. I want you to take. Uh, listen to it and you know we talked yesterday about he stepped in it he uh, again i still think he stepped in it i'm not saying he didn't i'm also not going to bash him because i think that this was actually an interesting interview it was an interesting conversation to hear and to hear his response not just the version of his response that the new york times ran with that everyone's been been talking about they're a little different so we're gonna we're gonna share it we're gonna discuss it we're gonna have a fair and open mind about it and we're gonna do it right after this break see you then Bye. 
Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. 
If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. Welcome back. Let's do hour three, my friends. Let's get into it. And I want to go back to DeSantis because I said yesterday, and I've told you multiple times today, kind of prepping this, that he stepped it, stepped in it rather with with comments over the 2020 election. And I, I, I would say based on what you're going to see here, and I want to get your feedback, I would say he maybe landed in it, maybe less so stepped in it. I don't know. Meaning, the meaning of that is that it'll still hurt him. But as you listen to the conversation we're going to play here that the New York Times wrote the article about, it's really not as bad as what people are portraying it out there. And he actually, he makes some interesting points. So put on your reasonable eyes and ears for a second, okay? I feel like I'm I'm a kindergarten teacher. I've never (laughs) once been told that uh, because I'm not a reasonable person. But, But put on your reasonable eyes and ears. And listen to this conversation and and kind of process it in 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 conjunction with what we were told over the weekend slash yesterday about this very conversation. Take a listen. Uh, when they changed the rules for COVID, I think that was wrong. I think some of those changes were unconstitutional. When they do mass mail ballots, I think that's wrong. I think ballot harvesting is wrong. I think the Zuckerbucks were wrong. I think the fact that the FBI was working with Facebook and these other uh, tech companies to censor the Hunter Biden story uh, was wrong. And so I don't think it was the perfect election. I remember after a lot of the media was saying this is the most secure election in history. How could it be the most secure with those millions of mail ballots going out? On the same time, at the time after the election, they were talking about Maduro um, stealing votes on the voting machines or whatever, and none of those theories proved to be true. But here's the issue that I think is important for Republican voters to think about. Why did we have all those mail votes? Because of Trump turned the government over to Fauci. They embraced lockdowns. They did the CARES Act, which funded mail-in ballots across the country. Donald Trump signed that bill that funded the mail ballots that all the Republicans have been so concerned about. Uh, And also with the censorship of the Hunter Biden. That was Donald Trump's FBI that was working with that. He didn't have control over his own government. So me as the nominee, we will not let them run circles around us. If there is ballot in Florida, we ban ballot harvesting, right? I think that's what you should do. If there is ballot harvesting that's allowed in like Nevada, we are going to do it too. We're not going to fight with one hand tied behind our backs. And so uh, I think all of those issues were very problematic. But at the end, at the end of the day, you know, Donald Trump helped facilitate 
that whole set of circumstances. Okay, but respectfully, you did not clearly answer that question. And if you can't give a yes or no because on whether or not Trump lost, then how well, can of course, you... No, of, of course he lost. Uh, Trump lost the 2020 of, election. Of course. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden's the president. But the issue is, I think, what, what people in the media and elsewhere, they want to act like somehow this was just like the perfect election. And when you have mass ballot harvesting, Zuckerberg put hundreds of millions of dollars into nonprofits to send money to election offices and basically weaponize the election offices. That is not the way you conduct elections. And so I don't think uh, it, was a, it was a good run election. But I also think Republicans didn't fight back. You've got to fight back when that is happening. And you shouldn't have provided all the money to fund the mail-in ballots. And I, I, the reason I press on that is... The concept of Republicans fighting back is a funny notion. Ugh. That's he hit the nail on the head, man. Yeah. You know, the only fighting back was from Lynn Wood and that other Sidney Powell. Yes, that yeah. just went completely bonkers. Yeah, you didn't have one Republican say, "No, this is messed up. We need to look into this." Nobody. They're all like, "Oh, well, Joe Biden won eighty-one million votes, the most ever." Oh, okay, nothing weird here. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. Well, and likewise, the people who went on the, the flip side of that spectrum and were like all up Linwood's ass, like, this guy's great. He's going to do it. Uh, also not helpful because Linwood was, is, is trailer trash. But, but I like th there needed to be something. I, yes, he was doing something, but I, I think there's middle ground. I think we all needed to land in the middle and fight back in the middle, not be a dumbass and and lick the boots of 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 Lynn Wood who was just playing a game or or go the opposite direction with Sidney Powell with Sid, yeah or yeah but yeah what i'm saying is when when all this happened it, we knew that it, at least i did i had a feeling that there's something wasn't right with the election it just didn't seem right and right. i always go back to the fact that i was listening to the radio and heard the commentator the host of the radio show who was going over the election results saying the sports books in las vegas had reversed and now they have trump they're predicting trump is winning and that's where all the betting lines are right and to me when that didn't happen that is every it, that's the only red flag that I need is when sports books in Vegas or where any other sports book has a reversal like that, something is not right because they're not in the business of losing money. 100%. And then the fact that you had rhinos and establishment Republicans saying, well, Trump lost, you know, we have to move on. And the rest of us are scratching our heads going, okay, this basement dummy sat there for the entire time of of campaigning and then when he did go out these dumbasses were in cars honking their horns and like support as he's <laughs> muddling through a speech that was funny yeah. it, it, you know on the flip side you've got trump having you know his his rallies and thousands upon thousands of people showing up in support of him and it's like and then you get to the actual election and then fox comes on and says oh yeah Arizona's going to Biden, and all of us are going, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then they brought out the guy from the brain room to discuss it, and he just shit the bed when he was doing the interview because he couldn't explain exactly why. He's like, well, that's just the way it is. And I remember thinking to myself, that's just the way it is? That's as good as you, that, that's as good as you have as far as the explanation? You're not, you're sort of breaking it down by county, but you're not? Right.
Yeah. This is an American election. Well, well it is what it is. It, and I love how when we were doing the, the coverage that night, we weren't even an hour in. And we had a video of they were like, hey, the machines are down, so we're just going to have to count them by hand. You know, we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's uh, you're right. The sports book thing was a big one. But then on a broader level, we're not allowed to ask any questions about this should be a major flag. Because usually when that's the case, we're, we're something's being pulled pulled on us. But but to, to get back to real quick, the point of the conversation, then we'll, we'll spiral off uh, again. Uh, no doubt. Sorry about that. No, no, that's it, not you. I start, I started off too, but like, but his answer, DeSantis's answer to her question is a lot more complex than a simple yes or no. In fact, there's a lot of what he said there that makes a lot of sense. And I agree with a lot of what he said there, but that's the dishonest, dishonesty of the media and and the whole kind of game that we're playing, this world that we're living in these days. They, she, in her case, she wants a. I don't know if she refers to herself as a she. I shouldn't assume. Uh, wants a yes or a no, <laughs> and and they want a yes or a no, so they get a yes or a no clip, so it can be clip harvested, so it can go viral. And that's exactly what the commie reporter from NBC was trying to do, and she got it. <clears throat> and then they spun it the way they wanted to, in all the different publications. New York Times is is the one big article that everyone kind of referenced, but he, he admitted that there was voting irregularities and what could be done to stop it. He was right about the CARES Act that allowed the Democrat fuckery with the election. So he, I mean, Ron was right. Republicans have to fight like hell for a change. I'm not saying he's the guy. I'm not saying he's not the guy, but he made some pretty good points in that. And for everyone, myself too, we kind of dove in like, oh bro, like what did you say over the weekend? And I hadn't seen that full clip. So shame on me. Shame on me, because I kind of I kind of bashed him yesterday, and I like him. I, I bashed him while saying, I like you, don't make these stupid mistakes. I don't think he made as big a mistake as people are suggesting he did. And 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 you listen to that, and and people are saying here there's some there was some some good and some bad in there. And I think that's true. And that's also true in everything in everyone, Trump included. Yes. Good and bad. We've all got some fuck-ups in our life. We've all got some issues, and we get things wrong. So I think you look at this, to me, to me, it was kind of a non-answer to yes or no. Well, Joe Biden's president, like he, he wasn't like Joe Biden got 81 million votes. It was, can we move on from this conversation? You're right. And she just wanted, she's like, I need a yes, no. And it's like, you're getting this from all your other lackeys who are working in the corporate media business because you're demanding these yes, no questions right. because you think it's edgy. But getting back to what DeSantis has said, he's absolutely correct when he said that mass mailing may have been unconstitutional. Ballot harvesting is always bad. Uh, big tech being compromised by the FBI. Yes. The Zuckerbucks that were be, being dumped in. Right. The skepticism with the Dominion voting machines when it pertains to the Maduro election. Yes. These are all valid points that he brought up. And he's absolutely correct that— Republicans should have done a better job of challenging and bringing those points up and challenging the election Yeah, based on that. But like we had talked about in, in the very beginning is most establishment Republicans were like, we're done with Trump. It's time to move on. That was the mindset they all had. Almost as if they knew something, they knew the outcome of the election before it happened, right. which is really weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it, it is. And then, well, you know, he goes on to talk about um, the censorship of, uh, of the laptop. And my, and, and then 
DeSantis is talking about how if he's president, how that will be different. But he'd never said that he would take on the FBI and the security state to make sure that these voting irregularities never happen. He has before, though. Oh, yeah. He has before, though. He said that not necessarily in, as it pertains to voting irregularities, but as it pertains to the agencies and the departments themselves, he has. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I, look, I don't know. I mean, again, and, and it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, he can say he's going to fix everything if he gets into D.C. Trump can say they're going to fix everything if they get. Neither of them can. They, no. they just can't, you guys. So here's, here, here's my takeaway from this story is if you listen to what we and a lot of other people said yesterday, we didn't go very hard to the hoop on, on Ron because I don't want to play that game. I want someone from our side to fucking win this race. That's, that's what I want. I have my preferences on who it would be, and it's those two right there or the two that we always talk about. But I want someone to win it so we can survive as a country, catch our breath, and move on and figure out the next steps. But if you're getting, if you're getting your views of DeSantis in this case, which is the main thing, from the left, or if you're getting it from a diehard Trump supporter or a Trump campaign official or Trump himself, I would just say, hey, just make sure you're getting your making your decision based on things that you've seen and or heard from from Ron or any other candidate for that matter, because we got this wrong yesterday. We didn't we didn't. And, and again, I'm not going to say we got it t totally wrong because we, we gave some grace in it. But as you see this this clip it's very different than what everyone's describing. And almost all of us probably agree with the vast majority of what he's saying there. And if you don't and you say, no, everything you got was wrong, then you're, you're, I think you're in a cult. Then I think you're not, you're not really paying attention. I'm not saying don't vote for Trump. I'm not saying that at all. But if you're like, oh, fuck him, he's got everything wrong. Like, no, he doesn't. Like, that right. was a solid answer. I mean, I, I feel like I'm at the point now where I'm looking at two divorced parents and it's up to me as the child to decide who I'm going to go live with. And so I'm going to put that decision off as long as possible and see which one of those, you know, parents is going to give me toys and cake and candy no i'm just kidding but who's gonna you know say something that really resonates with me and, and for me to make my decision and say you know what i think you're gonna be the best one for me to go live with because right now like you're saying i like them both i think it's very important that the, a republican is in there but i'm at the point now where i feel like i don't want to make a hasty decision because a lot can happen yeah i mean i i think it's possible to support the Republican Party and support most candidates, well, at least these two candidates, up until it's time to make a decision. Yeah. Because to me, they both have very good qualities about themselves. They're totally different, but they've got good qualities that resonate with a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I, absolutely. I, I, think, I think you're right. I, I'm not on board with the Republican Party, but I'm on board with waiting this out i, re I refuse yeah, i'm it. not on board with the republican yeah. party if i said that i didn't mean to <laughs> I, I, make I, it sound like i'm like one of the you know establishment right ideas. yeah and anyone who listens to you knows that you're not but i but i think I, I i that's why i don't make a decision one because it's way too early we've got a lot of unknowns i do like both I don't, I, I don't, I just, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it right now. And people are, oh, you have to, you got to be on this team or that team. How about fuck you? No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> have you, have you listened to the show over, <laughs> over all of the years? I'm not going to just go along with things. That's just not 
how we do things here. Um, but I think it was interesting. Sticking with Florida real quick, I want to touch on this because Florida public schools, you can say you're voting for Trump, but you should still say DeSantis has kicked ass as a governor. If you live in Florida, you know that to be true. It's been awesome. Public schools may be getting an academic overall here. Florida is poised to become the first state to embrace the unwoke classic learning test for public college admissions. Comes down to a vote by the State University System of Florida's Board of Governors later this month after Republican Governor Ron DeSantis, who we just talked about, has already ratified legislation. Uh, he did so back in May, authorizing school districts to select CLT as an alternative to the SAT or the ACT for the administration to uh, to public uh public school students in, in grade 11 who take those tests. So like the, for this, for the CLT, like the SAT and the ACT standardized test, this one was launched in 2015 and is used early on by homeschooling families. It assesses students' reading, grammar, and math skills, emphasizing foundational reading skills. Besides consisting of only 120 questions and taking two hours to complete, the test differs greatly from others in that it focuses on meaningful pieces of literature that have stood the test of time. The Tampa Bay Times reported that the test is rooted in classical education model, focusing on centrality of Western tradition. Jeremy Tate, the founder and president of CLT, told the Florida Standard that the college board, which administers the SAT, he basically, well, here's his quote. He said, it's, it's pretty radical. It's a radical organization. They don't try to hide it, talking about the SAT. They're very much one-sided politically. Most of the source material leans heavily into the 20th century progressives, and they really ignore Western intellectual tradition that was foundational for America. So rather than cramming in preparation for an engagement with the writ of, of middling leftist intellectuals and literally, unknown, literary unknowns, you've got students who will take the CLT who will instead enjoy exposure to Western greats from Aristotle and Pluto to antiquity to St. Thomas Aquinas, Chaucer, the Middle Age, all the way to modern American giants like Thomas Jefferson. So this this would be a fascinating thing if it goes through. And, and I, by all accounts, you would think that it has a chance based on where it is. We'll see. But this 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 CLT sounds great. By the way, I got my ass kicked by the SAT, too. <laughs> Thankfully, I could play football. Um, so it, it worked out OK for me. But but uh, but this this is this is the kind of stuff that America needs. And it's not because it's DeSantis. It's not because it's in Florida. I don't care if this was in some random ass state. This is what America needs. We we need we need to fight this at the academic level, because that is that is where a, a lot of the death by a thousand cuts really started to hurt our country. That's where we started to lose our our youth and the younger generations. That's where nuclear families started to get destroyed. They made a lot of headway in the academic circles. So to get some wins like this would be great. I think it would be a really good thing. Right. And it, it, as far as the RVM network goes, I just want to mention that one of the hosts that we have, one of the sh new shows that we've added is called Wrecked, and it's hosted by Michael Rechtenwald, who is a former professor at NYU, and he is somebody that you and I have known for a long time now. And he was the first one to ex to explain to us postmodernist theory. And Michael comes from a different position in life than the rest of us he was at the acad he was in academia and he was a communist he's a self-admitted former communist until the day that he wanted somebody that to come into one of his classes to talk that wasn't wasn't pre uh 
predetermined or pre-approved by the administration, and he was put on leave and eventually fired from NYU and lost his tenure. But if you want a breakdown of what has happened in academia, Michael is a great resource for that. He's now an author who has written many books, and, and he speaks to that during his show. And I just want to put that out there because yeah. he's been added added to uh, he has the network. and and you'll see him on Fridays and Saturdays and it's it's long form conversation with other my I mean these guys are big brains yeah. deep thinkers gosh I, I was I, I had to go through the episodes watching I literally was like whoa like it just it, like these guys really go in deep and they know exactly what they're talking about it was incredible no you you guys do need to check it out he is sharp as a tack and he is very dialed in and he know i mean he just knows i'm not saying that we don't but like there's some people who like are just bigger brains and he's he is a big brain he, right he's a deep thinker that you you sit you kind of are like Mm, keep talking <laughs> like it, it's fascinating i think you'll enjoy it um and there's some there's some amazing episodes coming out there's already ones ones out now but definitely definitely check that out but what DeSantis is trying to do with with the new curriculum to be put into the florida educational system is right now we're experiencing a a a very specific dismantling of western civilization starting with art and literature. And as soon as you can dismantle those, and also an erasure, an erasing of history as well, and a retelling of, uh, of Western, uh, Western society, or uh, history in Western society, and Western yeah. civilization. And this just cements the fact that that shouldn't be overlooked because all of these authors that they're bringing up and all this literature has made us who we are. And if we lose track of who we are, and then we usher in this whole new uh, realm of progressive authors, that cho that totally changes the meaning of the development of the United States yeah. and how we came to be and our effect on Western civilization. Yeah. No, it it, it plays. It's going to play a critical role, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, the kind of the fallout if this goes through if it goes through first of all a huge win but if it goes through the fallout of of the left who's so hell-bent on on changing all of that they will be freaking the fuck out they just will. like i i was listening last week on, on my way into work to one of the local radio shows and a teacher here decided that he was going to resign because he refused to to teach the new curriculum that was coming out in duval county and it was like bro you haven't even read it yeah. You're just doing this to gain attention. Right. right. We're going to see a lot more of that because right now in our society, the left, the communists have every single choke point in education. And academia is one of those choke points that they have. And they're not they've right now they've got the, their hands so, so tightly squeezed around that choke point of education that it's going to be hard for them to let go and especially some of these new educators who have gone through the system right. who are totally indoctrinated, this is a religion to them. Yeah. And they're going to face this like a religious fight. This is a jihad for them. So if it does get passed, there's going to be a lot, a lot of insurgency work going on with teachers in the public school system in Florida. Yeah. No, I think you're right. But again, it's also a great sign. When you see that, you see that kind of response— a, a, a jihad in this case, which I think is a great term for it. You know, you're doing something right. You know, you're right over the target. 
when when that it elicits that kind of a response. So uh, I hope it friggin' happens. I think it would be phenomenal. We're gonna take a break. This is our last break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk Rogan. We're gonna get into some some Hollywood stuff, uh, which trust me on it. It's 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 it'll be a good conversation. Then we'll get to the post show press conference. Stay with us. Last break. Coming right back. interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway don't be fooled it won't benefit you so take action now the federal reserve's phased deployment of fed now began on july 1st 2023 be prepared this may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy but here's the good news there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar speak to someone at american alternative assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver iras against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Get more of Drew and This Is My Show with Coin Club exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement. That features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and is occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster.
All right, let's finish this out. Two stories and a post-show press conference. And a partridge in a pear tree. And maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what comes. But let's talk about Joe Rogan, because on last week's Joe Rogan Experience podcast, he brought up a scenario that doesn't get discussed a whole lot. I, I hadn't really thought about when it came to who would make a good president. Let's listen to what he had to say. Here's what Joe said. Yeah, I guess you would probably have at least an idea of how you would do it differently and better. And he's also got a very popular voice. Like, if he decided to run for president, like, say if Trump, let's just make a scenario, Trump wins in 2024. He has four years. If Tucker went to run in 2028, he could win. He really could yeah. win because it would be kind of carrying those policies. But also, he's a sort of a no-nonsense guy who exposes mm -hmm. bullshit yeah. in a pretty humorous way and a very insightful and biting way. And that's what he was really good at on his television show. Yeah. And he red-pilled a lot of left-wing people. There's a lot of left-wing people during the pandemic that's a Tucker Carlson's a propagandist and he's a mm -hmm. piece of shit and is a right-wing asshole. And then as time went on, they were like, he's saying a lot of shit that's right like why are they locking these tests why are they making kids wear masks like is there any science to it tucker carlson as president can you see that tom what do you make of it 2028 we've got a t-shirt machine we can make the shirts we got you <laughs> well i mean that would come right in the the heels of doug burgum's second term <laughs> <laughs> we, can, sure. we, we, we can't we can't push burgum out yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I, I think it's an interesting proposition uh it's something that i've never really thought about before but he uh, joe's right joe makes a lot of good points there joe makes a lot of good points in just about every episode that he does but the one about Tucker Carlson, about being no-nonsense and calling bullshit on people, we all saw that. With the, If you tuned in to the interviews that he did with the Republican candidates on, on Blaze Media's uh, Get to Meet the Candidates or yeah, whatever that, that summit, was. Yeah, the summit or whatever. The yeah, summit, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, 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 he's fearless in, in his asking of questions because he knows the, the D.C. swamp so well for living there and working there and being a part of it. That he calls out bullshit when he sees it, which for a lot of us, you know, is very refreshing. You know, we we call bullshit all the time on, you know, what we see. And then a lot of times people are like, oh, these guys are conspiracy theorists, blah, you know. But it's it's a little bit different when you have the amount of people that he has in, in the reach that he has. Right. We, you know. You and I and Disco, we share the same thoughts and ideas that Tucker does. And so for myself, it would be very easy for me to vote for somebody like Tucker instead of somebody like Mike Pence. The Mike Pences of the world, as far as politicians go, are dead to me. They're, they're just they're, – they're put out to pasture. It's got to be some, somebody – something new, somebody new – to get into that position, to get back to the fact of it's not being a politician, being a senator or a representative isn't a full-time gig. Right. So, Tom, is it Burgum, then Tucker? Like, for in your priority level, or oh what's the... Oh, God, the dream ticket would be <laughs> Tucker Burgum. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're right, though. I, I mean, I think, I think, and I think we're getting to that point now, too, where... Those types of people, the, the Pences of the world, those establishment, those career politicians, 
their their days are numbered they just are they're done i'm not saying all of them are just going to vanish that would be great if we could figure out some way to rapture them not to heaven but to a different place the designated survivor version of real life yes yeah yeah well we can't call for that though but but yes, if we could have them just no longer here somehow, one way or another, uh, that would be amazing. And, and I think for future people coming up, because be, people would say, okay, but, but what experience does he have? Well, actually, he's got a lot of interesting experience. It's not traditional experience. But I think the days of traditional, is he a traditional president? Would he be a, a traditional president? I think those days are done. It's uh, They just start, not for everyone, but but for the but for the the lion's share of us, th th those are just, they're, they're done. Like, we don't want that. In fact, to the point where if you look or sound like Mike Pence, you're in trouble, bro. Like, you've got to reimagine yourself. Like, put on, like, a death metal T-shirt and, like, maybe have, like, some thongs sticking out of your jeans just to appease the crazies on the left. Okay. Just right. do something weird. Don't be establishment. Don't do what I just said. Wear a boot on your head? Like Vermin Supreme? Yeah. Yeah. Do something. You, you can't be that. You, and, and I think he is. He calls it like he sees it. I, I freaking love when he laughs uh, at people's responses. <laughs> I think it's so freaking amazing. I think that would be great. But he, he can. He can separate emotion and facts. He, he calls out the bullshit. I don't think he would ever do it. Like, he knows how broken the system is. Why put yourself into that? Because that's, that's the problem that a lot of people face, right? You've got, hey, you should, you should, you should get into this. You should do this. Like... Oh, but I don't think that I can actually do much, which sounds awful. And it sounds like you're kind of giving up and maybe to a certain extent you are, but I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think that he can make more impact with his voice on the side and bringing awareness to stuff than, than being a president who's in, in this broken ass system, this corrupt system that is DC. You said you like his laugh. <laughs> Uh, not this laugh. I oh, like yeah. it when he laughs. Okay, all right, I will play. At people. <laughs> yeah. um, right, and I think that if we want to change the system, that we need voices like ours and Tucker Carlson's and other in the Joe Rogans of the world to constantly keep pointing out and mock, keep pointing out the hypocrisy of the ruling class and keep mocking them and keep making fun of them and do whatever we can to keep chipping away at them like they've chipped away at our freedoms and eventually collapse them and usher in politicians who actually do the work of the people who put them in office. Right. That would be very refreshing for once. Remarkable concept. <laughs> Remarkable concept. Uh, okay, we're going to... We'll see. We'll we'll see where this goes. I, I like the concept of a Trump twenty four Tucker twenty eight model. I like it. I don't I don't think it's going to play out exactly that way, but we'll keep discussing it. And it's great to hear Rogan talking about that stuff, and and because he always brings a real reasonable discussion to it uh, as well, and and just makes some some valid points. And I think he gets America. I think Rogan gets America, which is one of the reasons his show is so damn good is even when there's issues that we disagree on he still says things in a compelling and reasonable way it's like okay well you know what it's hard to argue with what you just said You're well he it's it's he sees things from both sides of the coin and most part most people who are out there talking are always just one-sided but the the fact that when he brings up a conversation and, he, and sometimes he'll even say i don't necessarily believe in this but people are saying this like he's he brings up both sides of the conversation which is needed because right now everywhere else is just a one-sided story.
And so that's what I think is what is appealing to him. One of the benefits that I see with Rogan is the fact that, as Disco is saying, that he does take a step back. He's a very well-read guy, and he's a very thoughtful guy, and he's a very in- inquisitive guy where he's constantly asking questions. He reminds me of Tucker, Car- Tucker Carlson. Tucker has that same sort of inquisitive nature where they're constantly asking questions. What Joe Rogan brings to the table is the fact that his audience is so big that every a lot of people in his audience now are taking a step back and starting yeah. to ask questions. And you also see that with comics, that not necessarily because of Joe Rogan, but I think there was a little bit influence of Joe Rogan with comics like Dave Smith, Sam Tripoli, who are now asking the same sort of questions yeah. when, it, when it comes to the vaccines, when it comes to the elec- uh, election fraud, when it comes to anything, they're escaping from the total left-wing entertainment narrative side and just saying, look, man, I'm just asking questions. Yeah. And then making fun of the politicians that they know are bullshitting us. Yeah. And once stand-up comics get on board with lampooning the politicians that we have in office, then we start seeing a real change in in who we elect into office. Yeah. Because right now we have the left considering their politicians to be these untouchable rock stars that are beyond reproach, and if you make fun of them, you're a heretic, Yeah, which is bullshit. Well, they're, they're, they've kind of started this yeah, but crowd. Because you hear the narrative, and the vast majority goes along with it. But there's people—there's a lot of us, and we've done it too. But again, to your point, he's got this massive following. And he can say, what are they saying? All right, yeah, but what if—and he steps back, and he, he, he does it that way. And it's, it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to, to not just jump on board with something because someone said it or because your friend thinks or because the news told you. Uh, it's it's fascinating. It's 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 really the right approach. And then have deep, meaningful conversation where not everyone has to agree on it, but you have those 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 good dialogue and, and that good conversation going on. But you bring up comics. Let's transition to our last story before we get to the post show press conference here, because we're going to talk a little bit about comics. We're going to talk a little bit about Hollywood here. And I'll ask a question. When, when was the last time you watched a movie that didn't have some overt, sometimes less overt, but some sort of overt or hidden woke messaging in it that would have to be the top gun yeah i was say maverick yeah (laughs) maverick was good okay there's some winners out there but a lot of them right you have these messages this this movie's about global warming this movie's about how america sucks and we should be ashamed of this and and whatever the case might be you've got all that and you see that and and we're all freaking tired of it we just are (laughs) Well, you had, and I, I don't know this Joker's politics and everything, and he's actually not my favorite. He's done some good things. But you had Adam Devine, who appeared on Theo Vaughn's podcast and discussed how Hollywood has destroyed comedy because of wokeism. Take a listen. They, there used to be something like every studio would put out several comedies every, every year, and there was like 45 or 46 comedies in the theaters every year. So about every week or every other week or so, there's a new comedy in the theaters and uh and then now last year there was like 6 or 7. That's crazy. It's crazy. And people need and the crazy thing is is it feels like people need comedy more than ever. Yeah, I feel like they want it. I yeah. feel yeah. So that's what this movie was. It was like and it, there's no like hidden message. I feel like nowadays people like you get to the end of what you think is a comedy right. and you're like 
Is that about global warming? Yeah. Yeah, you're like, is this, is there like some deep hidden message that I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to recycle more or yeah. like, you know, yeah. there, there has to be something else. Right. Oh, it. the moon is trans? Is that what, yeah. is that the <laughs> surprise ending? Yeah, you're like, okay, <laughs> well, I, do, I guess we do have to think about that, don't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah a, I agree. There's there's a lot of, what was, there was a great movie. And that's what your David Spade and uh, your movie is about? It uh, is, yeah. Trans moon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are just the people to, 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 to spread that message. Oh, Thank it's you. about transportation. It's about <laughs> a lot of vehicles admitting who they really yeah, are. Yeah, like cars it. wanting to be motorcycles, motorcycles wishing they were scooters. Yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it's where things are, man. I, it is where things are. I love that conversation, though. Because our country, I mean, one of the biggest problems is we've lost our sense of, well, the first problem is we've taken God out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Big mistake. But then beyond that, not in the same level, but a big issue is we've we've lost our sense of humor collectively as a nation. And you've you just and that's what that's what the woke left does, right? They 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 eliminate all that stuff. You've got to be fully in line with everything they're pushing. But it, it, a big part of it is they rob you of joy. They rob everyone and everything of joy. And Hollywood has has been a part of that woke ideology. That stuff. All their their products have to reflect that. Their products have to fall in line with this this Marxist movement that's going on and can't stray from it or else. But I, I love that there's people speaking up about this and having this conversation. You know, I love the trans moon, the trans moon. We need comedy. First of all, we need to just not go down any of these Marxist paths whatsoever. But we need this. It It, it is one of the four. And and and. It's it's amazing to see people push back through comedy. Like I I've loved seeing that. We've seen Chappelle, we've seen others push back, and it's been great to see that. It's been great to see them get get attempts at shaming them and all of that, but then still still go hard to the hoop and just be who they are. You got to have that. You've got to have that. It's so freaking important to have that. And and you can't you can't put comics i don't think you should put anything in a box personally but you certainly can't put comics in a box and you and you shouldn't be making some show or film or whatever the case might be about some bigger issue or 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 piece of the woke agenda just let it be let it be we, we say it all the time you say it all the time tom they've taken everything from us you've taken sports from us you've taken hollywood from us you've taken television all of it. We have no place to go. There's no sanctuary to go. Let us have. I know that's not part of your plan, but before we win and and kick your asses out of our country, can we can we have something in return? Just in the meantime, like we need we need freaking comedy so bad, so bad. So I, anyways, I love this conversation. There's so many layers and, and different directions we could go with it, but I like that people have the ball. And again, I don't know where Adam Adam's politics are. I like that he has the balls to say that this is dumb. This is dumb. And he's willing to call it out. Yeah. yeah I don't know if you've seen the, the movie The Outlaws that's on Netflix that starred Adam Devine in it. And it also I haven't. I've seen it. I've, in it. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, he plays a part of the most emasculated eunuch beta male cuck you could ever imagine. And so I got to think that, you know, those roles right now in Hollywood, if you're a comedic actor, that's all you're going to get. And I'm sure he's sick of getting those roles. Right. He's really good at it. You know, to me, he's a fine comedic actor, 
But you you want to be able to expand from I'm the guy and everything bad happens to me and I need my wife to bail me out of everything. That kind of a those kind of themes in films get really old. But comedy to me is the great equalizer because it's a way to it, it could be self-deprecating and it's also a way to break down barriers. Yeah. And when I say break down barriers, you can do that through laughter. And um, we saw that done amazingly with um, with Norman Lear in All in the Family and the Jeffersons and all those movies from the 70s that where he was able to break down racial divides within our country yeah. and he used comedy to do it. And that's what comedy can be at its best. But when you're dealing with the Marxist revolution, you're dealing with all these malcontents who don't derive any joy from anything because they have never achieved anything in their life. And they want to prevent others who achieve something from uh, from deriving joy out of life. So their main goal is to make sure that speech is suppressed and you're just as miserable as As they they are. are, And so it's going to take comics like those guys entrenched in Hollywood to keep pushing back and, and say, look, I don't want to do this movie if I'm going to keep doing this. I've written this. Let's do you know, let's make something that, that skews away from all these leftist talking points that gets back to why we all got into this business is to entertain people and make people laugh. Making people laugh in your life, if you can make somebody laugh that is the greatest joy that you will ever get in return is to hear another human being's laughter. And we're facing a society right now that wants to deprive all of us of that basic need to either laugh or make somebody else laugh. Yeah. And so hopefully we're, we're turning the corner right now where we're going to be able to get back to laughter. I like that. I like that optimism. I, I think you're absolutely right, though. It is such a critical understated piece of American society and not just American society across the globe. It, it is, it is, is it, it's, it's a pillar. It really is. That is off forgotten and, and needs to not be. Uh, okay, folks, we've covered a lot of ground today. A lot of discussion, a lot of stories. We're going to do it again tomorrow. We're going to do it again Thursday. And for coin club members, we're going to do it Friday. So make sure you sign up for coin club. It's dbcoinclub.com. Sign up. Annual members get a challenge coin sent their way. Every member of DB Coin Club, whether it's monthly or annual, gets the extra Friday morning show at 11 a.m., which is also watched at dbcoinclub.com. You get entered into contests. We just gave out some significant cash uh, a little over a week ago. You're going to get booze and banter when it returns. All sorts of reasons to do it. So please go check it out, dbcoinclub.com. For now, we're going to head to the post-show press conference, see what craziness awaits me there. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Stick around after the post-show press conference for my good friend Chad Caton and RVM Roundup. We hope you have a great day. Be safe, be smart, be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference sponsored by Colon Sports, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. Colon Sport, electrolyte replacement. In one end and out the other. It's new Colon Sport. All right. That's how you do Tuesday, right? That's how you do Tuesday. Uh, 
felt like it was a good show. A lot of, a lot of great, <clears throat> great engagement in the chats today, especially on Rumble. Uh, but but um, I think in a lot of the places I can't see all of them, so I'm I'm flying a little bit blind while I'm up there. But appreciate that, appreciate the engagement, appreciate people showing up as always. Couldn't do this without you. We do it for you, uh, literally. That's that's the point of 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 the job. So um, grateful for everyone in the audience. Uh, not so grateful for the state of the country, but th there's reason to be hopeful, right? There's reason to be hopeful. We can we can keep talking about it, bringing awareness to others, and and push back to try and save this great country, uh, the greatest experiment in, in the history of mankind here. So let's, um, let's, let's take some questions. We've probably got time for two or three. See, Senor, it's Diego again. Yeah. I, I, want, I want to talk about our um, friends over in Niger. Yeah. Nice. And, and how we sent over a, um, someone to talk with them, uh, uh, Victoria uh, Newland. Yes. See, uh, she, uh, you know, the, the man who talked back and said, you know, we don't want your money, use it for a weight loss program. Now, is that something that I could get for my wife, um, the, the weight loss program? Has that been enacted yet, or are we still waiting for the, the you know, the, the more the details to come out for that? Because I feel like that's something that could, you know, we could use here. Yeah, that's, that's no, that's not a government program. Uh, that's just someone— Rightfully and and beautifully, might I add, fat shaming Victoria Newland, who is a a horrible person, who only seeks death and destruction across the planet, which is remarkable to think, right? You've got an average, you know, obese white woman, who who who's never really accomplished anything, but yet has been given all the power to pull these strings behind the scenes uh, with the Obama administration both his first, second, and now third term. So remarkable to see for sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't think there's a program, Diego. I think that's just them fat shaming, which again, I thought was amazing. We don't in, in, encourage fat shaming normal people, but if you're an awful douchebag of a person like Victoria Newland or Chris Christie, who, gosh, I mean, pick, imagine what he's eating right now. It's a lot. He's, he's got a lot in his mouth right now. So uh, we're, we're okay with that. If, if you're an enemy of the people, there's no rules you, you can go hard to the hoop, and we encourage you to do so. Let's take another. Good afternoon, Drew. Sebastian J. Bombay, The Big Apple. Yep. I want to talk about Mike Pence and your sort of hatred toward Mike Pence. I find Mike Pence to be one of the only Republicans who I can get on board with. And I would like to know... What do you think his biggest strengths are and why he should be the Republican nominee? <laughs> Sebastian, you would like Pence. I, I, look, I've got a lot of issues with Pence. Um, it makes perfect sense, though, being a, a, the smug douchebag that you are, uh, that you would like him. I, I, I can't think of a here, – here's, here's what I would say from a political angle Pence's strength is. I don't think he has any on a functional level, a practical level. I think he, he lacks uh, the ability to be genuine with the American people because he doesn't understand the American people. The only thing that he's got in his quiver that works for him is he still has some people fooled in the evangelical crowd, which is obviously an important base and, and, and function or, or, or group, I should say, within the conservative platform. Uh, he, he's got some of them fooled, and he pulls that off with his Johnny Quest look and 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 his slow delivery of things like go fucking faster, Mike. I hate the people who drive slow and talk slow. I, it pisses me off, but he, 
he he doesn't bring he doesn't really bring any value he doesn't get the folks he just he's he's fooled some folks there so the only credit i can give him is that he has played that card well to the point where there's still four maybe five people out there who are buying into that bullshit uh but but on the collective i think people are on to mike and understand uh just who he is and and he's not someone that we need in politics uh, but I, but again, I get that you like him because that's 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 kind of the vibe I get from you as well. Okay, let's take one more. Hello, Drew Benjamin Beam, Boston Pride Daily. Hey Ben. Drew, so here's my question: When you were talking about Bill Gates and you had mentioned his man boobs, which uh, that gave me a little bit of giggle because every time I see him in a tight shirt, I guess he's got a solid A cup, I would say, borderline B. Might be B. Yeah. Yes, and so anyway, but his nipples seem to be a little bit more puffy than usual. They're not just like those little ones that are like little pepperonis with like golf tees sticking out of them, like a which sausage. I, yeah, yeah, which I find a bit strange. But anywho. So my question has to do with this new disease X and also is, is there some sort of link between disease X and monkeypox because they sort of in, in the in the story that you were reading there there seemed to be some sort of a connection and I just want to make sure that well, uh, first of all, it's called Mpox, not monkeypox anymore. It's just Mpox. So the next time that your little writer is writing, make sure you tell him or her to put in Mpox and not Mpox. Okay. Okay. Thank you. But my question is: So, do you think that they're making these diseases specifically targeted for people who? Uh, let's say engage in different sort of sexual activities that aren't really sort of cis-centric, if you know what I mean. Um, I think I do. I don't, I don't like the visual that it's given me. Um, but uh, they, they were talking about making a vaccine for the next virus or the next disease that they're not aware of. And then as it pertains to uh, Mpox, am I getting that right there? Uh, as it pertains to Mpox and the flu and COVID and some of the other stuff they were talking about that exists already, they were talking about improving. So, uh, man, I don't know, Ben. I, I don't know what to tell you on that. It's uh, the amount of monkeypox, Mpox discussion that we've had over the last year is remarkable. It's really not that big of a, of a part of the population that needs that. I, I do believe you're in it. I know that you say you're married. I think that you should probably get. I'm not a vaccine guy. Haven't gotten the COVID vax, will not get it, but I, I think you probably should. I, I'm again not not big on vaccines. I'm just saying you probably should. Your your wife probably should too. We're out of time today, folks. Thanks for joining us on this crazy journey. Thanks for spending three hours of your day. If you didn't make all three hours, that's fine. We're not judging. We're just glad that you came for for whatever you could get. We hope that you stick around for Chad Caton, RVM Roundup coming next. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Have a great night. on every major podcast provider or on drewberquist.com.
Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results.